0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the aforementioned special podcast episode that I said, or that I alluded to beforehand. Um, this is Jacob Bomber, and we have a unique situation in that, one, Jake is not with me. Two, I there are three guests on this episode, and three, we are currently in a car driving. So our setup is a little wonky, and, you know, some... <laughs> We're just going to try not to die while this happens, because I am currently holding the microphone while driving, and that's going to be interesting, so I will try not to kill all of us. Um, So we'll explain why we're in a car and what's going on, but first, I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves. They're going to say their real name, and they are all Frisbee players, so then they're going to give their Frisbee nickname, and that's how we'll refer to each other the rest of the time, and we'll just go shotgun, and then the direction's that clockwise. We'll assume that's clockwise.
1: Go. Alright, hello. Hello, everybody. My name is Morgan Ortiz. I'm a part of the Ultimate Frisbee uh, Scheme team. My Ultimate Frisbee name is Rush, and I'm glad to be on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much. No problem. Next.
2: Yo, what's up, guys? Name's Christian Placentia, or Ghost, as they'll be calling me. I'm also a part of the Scheme 2020 team. This is my
3: third month on the team. Hey, everybody. My name is Krishan Beluga, and in the Frisbee team, they call me Pluto. I am currently a fourth year for on the Pyramid Schemes 2020.
0: Yeah, that works. Okay, so <laughs> we're, we're all in the car currently driving to San Diego because we are going to, well, the three of them are going to be playing, and I'm going to be helping coach in a tournament down there. It is called Fall. Do you guys know why it's called Fall? I don't. Why is it called K-Fall? Well, do you know what it was originally called before no. it got changed to K-Fall?
2: I've never heard of Ultimate Frisbee until... <laughs> <That's exactly laughs> long ago. Ghost is Ghost
0: is new. Um, do you know Pluto? Uh,
3: no, this is the first time I'm actually going to K-Fall, so... No way.
0: We'll get, that, we'll get to that in a second. But it was originally called SoCal Warm-Up, which is a really, like, that name makes sense because it is mostly a lot of Southern California teams. Um, Southern California, our section that we play in ranges from San Diego up to San Luis Obispo, so most of the teams in that space all come down and play in it. So it's called the warm-up, I'm assuming, because it was like the last fall tournament before spring shows up and when competition really heats up. So this is kind of a last tournament for rookies to kind of get it together, for teams to be split up uh, schools like UC San Diego UCLA they tend to have a lot of players so their teams get split up into two and three teams because they have enough for that um, so this is kind of the last time that teams are split up in that way and so yeah so it was called SoCal warm-up when I was playing up until a couple of years ago and then a couple of years ago it got changed to Fall. and now that I bring up that it's named Fall, i saw it it was in like the schedule that they sent out, and the top it had a logo, and it said the something something memorial tournament, and I'm pretty sure the f- so it's somebody's name. The fall part, the last name is Fallon, like Jimmy Fallon, and wow. then the first name I think is Karen. So I think it's the Karen Fallon Memorial Tournament, and it's just abbreviated to K Fall.
1: Okay, wow, that's that's an interesting name.
0: Yeah. So so somebody should ask a UC San Diego player today who this person is, because that's all the information I have. I didn't even know his name after somebody until I looked it up, until I saw the logo for the tournament on the spreadsheet last night. So, that's one of your guys' tasks today, is to ask a UC San Diego player where the name came from, why it's a memorial tournament for this person.
1: Challenge accepted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We may update you later. Um, So... Here, so we're going to this tournament, so how many times, so Ghost just said he'd never even heard of it before, so Ghost has never played in it, um, Pluto's never played in it, but Pluto, it's your, what year you're playing?
3: Uh, this is my fourth year.
0: So how have you managed to never play in this tournament yet?
3: So normally K-Fall is scheduled to be like during around Thanksgiving break, and for the most part of my college years, I've been dorming. And that happens to also be the time where I had to vacate the halls, so the times are pretty inconvenient. And by the time K fall happens, I am pretty much out of town.
0: Do you guys always have the whole week of Thanksgiving off? Huh?
3: Uh, typically yes, but this year, um, for some I don't know what's going on, but it's it's changed a bit. It's a, there's a lot less days, and K fall just happens happened to like um, start earlier in November, so. This time is just an exception.
0: I just didn't realize that Cal State Long Beach took the whole week off. So, all right. Well, that makes sense. But you've played in this before, right,
1: Yes, yes. I played uh, last year.
0: How did that go? Do you
1: remember? It went well. I remember it went well for me. That was my rookie year, and I was just learning the ropes, trying to figure out what to do. I'm still trying to figure out what to do. But um, I, I'm excited for today, and I'm ready to go out there get some d's get some points and see what happens
0: i like it san diego this campus and these fields are some of my favorite fields to play on just because it's san diego so it's beautiful weather almost all of the time and the fields are just nice and big and there's plenty of room for everybody and it's awesome so i love going down to this tournament every year and it also kind of holds a special place in my heart because our team, when I was playing on it, we won the whole tournament oh, wow. back in 2009. And that was really cool. Um, it's it's kind of like an overblown achievement because we were just one A team. And, you know, the tournament is split up into these B and C teams. So, so it's not like it's full teams that we're beating all the time. But it was still, I think it might have been the first tournament that Cal State Long Beach ever won. And that also ended up being the year that we would go on. Was it that year? I don't even remember. We ended up winning sectionals either that year or the following year. Um, but winning that tournament kind of laid the groundwork for our team moving forward. So that was pretty cool. So SoCal warm-up always a little bit special, um, but now Fall. So let's let's find out how you guys got to this point. How did you each discover ultimate how did that process look did you know what ultimate was before did you seek it out at cal state long
1: beach we'll just go in the same order all right so my uh first week in long beach i dormed i dormed my entire first year because i am a transfer student and i was introduced to ultimate frisbee by zanny he just came up to me during beach days which was which is the week before classes start and he just threw me the frisbee, and I was like, "Okay, I'll play. I'll play around." And uh, some of my other friends joined with me. Shout out to Dave, Table, and Tut. Rip. rip. Yeah, rip, <laughs> rip both of them. But hey, they're doing their own thing. That's. I that's believe fun. in them. Yeah. And uh, we each, we all, all three of us joined the team, and we we all digged it. And I I think I digged it more, so I continued to stay. And it's. It's brought me so much joy. I believe last year I, I won an award for being most improved player. Hey. And uh, I, I was really proud of that. And it inspires me every day to go out there and be my best. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: So shout out to both of those guys, Table and Ta- Table, Table got a lot of crap from a lot of people because he he wouldn't necessarily process information super fast all the time so you would have to tell him over and over a lot right but he always had a super positive attitude he was always willing to listen at least he was willing to listen to me it felt like i had his full attention all the time um but a lot of guys who were a little less patient tended to get a bit frustrated with him um but he was a great dude and i'm bummed that he didn't wasn't able to continue for whatever reasons I don't even know the reasons
1: yeah he just had a lot on his on his plate at the moment and he always does that but he always gets stuff done he always knows what he has to do and he does it how long have you known him for a year okay so just
0: you met him at the start of last year
1: yeah but I I got super close to him yeah and we've gone through a lot with each other and he's a great great man you still hang out with him yeah every every so often that's dope we're actually roommates oh we live in the same place sick Tut, Table, and myself. Oh, and all of Yeah, and one oh, wow. other. So we're all very cool. close.
0: And Tut, too. I'm not going to leave Tut out. Tut worked really hard and also improved a lot in his year. And he was, like, not very talkative, but when I felt like when I gave him instruction, he would look and take it in. And he did a lot of really good things, too. So we were bummed that both of them weren't able to return. But Tut is a talented musician, from what I understand. And yes. really <laughs> is really Kills involved on the in base. that. So, so it's cool to see him. Uh, having success in doing his thing yeah. um, so what what is it about the sport for you that like has hooked you that made you want to keep
1: playing? The teammates are very inclusive. I believe that my teammates are are kind of a family to me. like I can go to one of them and tell them how I feel about what i 'm going through. And it's, it's really nice to just have that unity with, with the team, with a group of guys. And we all have this one goal, one team, one scheme. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, very, it's a unique dynamic that I've never been a part of. And it's nice being in college and having that social foundation to go off on.
0: I'm going to take a quick sidebar and explain the one team, one scheme thing. <laughs> so in the history of the program, the program has always been called the Long Beach State Stalkers. Now, the story behind that has some weird details. It does involve a guy and a girl in a relationship that had its ups and downs. And in telling the story, guys just thought that it was funny and interesting. And just as a joke was like, we should be the Stalkers because of it. And everyone latched onto it, and so since 2004-2005, the team has been known as the Long Beach Stalkers. Fast forward 14 years later, and somebody decides, hey, that name has some negative connotations, and we don't like it. Which I'm not going to deny. Obviously, the word stalker has... (laughs) That's not good. But there are a lot of negative names out there that feel maybe worse. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, But the governing body of Ultimate Frisbee, the USA Ultimate organization, reached out to the team and said, Hey, uh yeah, your name's a little rough and we're gonna need you to change it. We are gonna refer to you only as Long Beach Ultimate on the website and if you choose to keep the stalker's name, then we're gonna just keep doing that. So we'd highly suggest you change your name. So we felt that was unfortunate. But decided, okay, we'll do something different. And so, a poll went out last year amongst all the current players and alumni as to what we thought the team name should be. People offered up some ideas, and so the top three I think ideas were between Pyramid Scheme, Land Sharks, and (laughs) Crash, Um, (laughs) because one of our former players, his name is Crash, and somebody decided I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast with Crash. But one of the other guys on the team, or one of the other alumni, just put in the name Crash because he thought it'd be funny. And Crash actually only missed out by, like, two or three votes, I think. Um, But Pyramid Scheme ended up beating out Land Sharks. And so now we are the Pyramid Scheme, which is a really good play on words. And you can do a lot with logo and, and cheers and all kinds of things. So we are now the Long Beach Pyramid Scheme and that's so I'm still going to be cracking up for a while about that especially since I have a million jerseys that I'll say Stalkers on them and now I have to get used to calling the team by a completely different name but there's that so that's where we're at Um, but yeah like Rush said the, the family orientation of the team is just super awesome I will always talk about how great the Ultimate Community is on the whole that everyone is super inviting and welcoming and it's the best sport I have ever experienced uh, in that respect. So that's pretty cool. Um, So yeah. Yeah. Ghost, what about you? How did you get involved in this wonderful sport?
2: Okay, so I am a survivor of transfer. I went to Long Beach City College. Yeah, Go Vikings. Uh, This is my first semester at Cal State Long Beach and my wife just graduated and she's like yes from Cal State Long Beach and she said don't waste your time here get involved in something and I was like okay what are we gonna do I walked around that like week of welcome like the first couple weeks and then Yandy he came up to me and he's like hey do you wanna play ultimate frisbee and I'm like right now I have some time and he's like, no, we practice Mondays and Wednesdays. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not really looking to join anything right now. And I left that that. I left. I went home that night. I'm like, I actually do want to play. So I spent the next day looking on Instagram, looking for an email to text you guys. Uh, to send you an email or text or DM saying I would like to join, see if it wasn't too late. Uh, thankfully, Ajax got back to me within... Maybe 20 minutes. He's like, "Yes, we would love for you to come out, come out tonight, and let's play."
0: Shout and, out to Ajax for being on top of things as the team president.
2: Yeah, and he was super friendly. He was uh, gave me clear instructions where to meet him, what to bring. Just all he really said was, "Come out, bring it, bring a positive attitude, and let's have fun." And that's what I've been doing. I've been, I've been having so much fun. Like Rush said, everybody is like a family. You have the nicest players on there. You have Ajax, Lotto. They make it so welcoming, very, very family-like, you know. You could always go to them with anything you need. And that's how I found Ultimate Frisbee, and I've been loving it for the last two months I've been on, maybe two and a half now.
0: <laughs> and you'd never seen or heard of it or anything before?
2: I mean, I've heard of Ultimate Frisbee, but we learned it in PE freshman year of high school, and I learned it as let's like, just run around in a circle and throw it at each other. <laughs> like oh, they told me all kinds of rules that I guess are not true now. Just like <laughs> once you catch it, you could keep running for like I think it was like five steps, and it's like after that you can't move no more. And now it's like no, you can't you can't move anymore. And I was like okay, and then like they taught me how to throw it all wrong, <laughs> and I'm loving it way more now that I understand it a little bit better. I'm still not. Caught up on everything yet, but I hope to catch up by the end of this year, or who knows? I see people still learning, as Rush said, still trying to improve. I hear people, fourth or fifth year, they're still trying to learn, still trying to get better, and I hope that's me someday.
0: I mean, I've been in it for 12 years and I still learn stuff.
2: Wow.
0: So, yeah, that's dope. There's definitely always room to improve as athletes. The moment you get complacent and think you know everything is the moment everyone else passes you by. So it's good to always know there's more to learn
3: and to keep pushing in that way. Um, Pluto,
0: Yes. how would you get involved?
3: Um, so just like Ghost, I heard of Ultimate Frisbee in my, one of my uh, times in PE and in high school. Um, there, was, there was a little confusion, uh, just like Ghost. Like we didn't know the rules about it. So we were so just like so like you said, we were pretty much just running around like idiots, uh, just trying to throw a Frisbee around. Um, it wasn't until I got into Long Beach on my freshman year when I was dorming that I wanted to I decided to like join a club or something join a club or something. And one of those clubs I saw on the list was Ultimate Frisbee. And I remember during the time when I was actually playing it in PE that it was actually pretty fun. So I decided to um to look for it. And during the times when I didn't have classes, I I was like looking for information on where where the practice was being held until I saw one of the signs and said, you know, the whole Monday, Wednesday, 6 to 9 line and everything. And when I when I went there, it was um it's like it, it definitely uh gave me a shock just because of how different the rules were. Like you could see like all the pe- all, all the veterans there just like being organized and trying like knowing where to go and meanwhile pretty much all the rookies are just like including me like we were pretty much just running around getting all tired and everything so but regardless I decided to just you know commit to it and um uh but yeah I wasn't really athletic too so I pretty much um had a lot had a lot to work on in terms of um like athleticism uh so so that happened uh it happened for like the next three years i like i had a lot i had i definitely had a lot to work on and i'm currently working on a lot of things right now like i'm still trying to get faster and trying to keep keep up with the rest of the team but i mean regardless of that i'm pretty much enjoying all my time here like just like rush and go said like the team is like one big family and it was just it's just enjoyable to like be around with.
0: So do you guys know Ghost wouldn't know because it's his rookie year, but did they like tell you how they got to your nicknames?
1: I don't remember how I got my nickname. <laughs> I I really wish I, I knew because I keep giving people the wrong information. <laughs> do you know? I uh, I'm not. So,
0: the way nicknames happen, so my first year playing, we didn't do nicknames. Um, a couple of them were just kind of natural. We have one guy, Daniel Davison, who goes by uni because he used to ride around everywhere on a unicycle. No way. And so that one just kind <laughs> of naturally happened. Just around campus? Uh, yeah. The, wow. every, yeah, it was fantastic. He's, he's one of those guys. He's I very guess. talented. He's good at anything he tries to do. Did he ride that
2: around as a joke, or was that his transportation? No,
0: he literally like he would ride around campus and go to class and do all that stuff all the time. Like wow. that's what he did. And so I I got introduced to him as Uni and like and had to learn his name later. So to this day his name's Uni. His name's no, no we don't call him Daniel. The only people we call him Daniel, or his wife, and a couple other people in our community. Everyone else is Uni. So that's how he got his nickname. Um, my co coach, uh, Ryan Smith, his nickname is Red because, for whatever reason, his entire rookie year almost, he would always wear the same red shorts to practice. And so everyone just called him Red Shorts, and that's too many syllables. So we just switched it to red and he stopped wearing the shorts after a while.
1: Yeah, um, I've never seen him in
0: red shorts. Yeah, no, it was literally just that first year and that was it. He never wore them again, but by then we had already taken to calling him red shorts and just shortened it to red and that's what most of the community knows him as too. Um, and then the only other like real nickname from my rookie year was uh, Sean Fisher, but that's his last name's Fisher, so naturally you're just gonna call him Fish. And that's how that happened. So there there wasn't, like, a rookie naming situation. Then my second year, we decided we were going to do that, I guess, whether we thought we were getting more players or we thought we were becoming a more serious team, like, more competitive-wise, then we needed to engage in this nicknaming thing that most of the other schools did. So that crop of rookies all got nicknames. So that included Mingo, that included Snoopy, that included Cliff, um... That included Daniel Bergman, whose nickname was Thriller, because oh, wow. he could dance the Thriller dance really, really <laughs> well. Um, and so we would have – we there was – we created this rookie welcoming night, um, a.k.a. Rookie Initiation. We tried to stay away from the word initiation because that means a lot of bad things. Um, but so, yeah, so we had this huge night of one of our guys, Sean Somerville – just took the mantle of being the guy who, who led the night and got super hyped about stuff and there was this whole ceremony for each player to present them with their rookie disc and their name and it was really really cool and so a couple the stories of a couple of those nicknames I really enjoy uh, Snoopy, his, na- his real name is Kyle Brown we already had a Kyle on the team named Kyle Malone and Kyle Malone was bigger and older so Kyle Brown ended up being Little Kyle, but that's a lot of syllables, and really weird to say Little Kyle, so we shortened it, and just started calling him Lil' Kai. Lil' Kai? Lil' Kai, so like L-I-L-K-Y, yeah. and we would just say it real fast, and it just, it kind of, it's still kind of weird to say, but it flowed a little bit easier, Lil' Kai. Well, he hated it. He hated it oh, so, no. so much. He hated it every time anyone called him that. So naturally, that had to be his permanent nickname. That's what we were going with, and so... He was, like, begging us not to make that his nickname, and we had, so I was with my friend Nick, and we were at a Ducks game, and Nick, for whatever reason, had decided to keep all of the names in his phone, I guess so he could keep track and so he could remember, and Kyle knew this, and Kyle was at the game with us, and for whatever reason, Nick had gone somewhere and left his phone behind, so Kyle goes and looks through Nick's phone, trying to see the nicknames to see whether his was going to be Lil' Kai or not. And so, because of that, I told the team, like, "Hey, he was like snooping through Nick's phone, uh, so we should just call him Snoopy instead." And so that's how he got the nickname Snoopy, um, and that's stuck pretty well. It's a, uh, everybody knows who Snoopy is, and the, or a lot of people around here do. He moved to San Diego a few years ago, but he's still very recognized in the Ultimate community by his name. He had a half brother, who or a step brother, I don't remember. Um, who was going to join the team too. And so we were going to call him Woodstock because Snoopy and Woodstock was going to be perfect. But Woodstock didn't actually end up joining the team. So that was an opportunity missed. Um, Mingo, his real name is Zach Theodore. But he has had a propensity since he was a little kid to stand on one leg just because and like lean up against the wall and put his other leg up on the wall and looked like a flamingo. And he did it all the time. So that's how we got Mingo. Wow. So our, our nicknames are much more, like, succinct. Cliff, red. his real name's Robert Langhurst, and he had he's always, since we've known him, owned a red truck of significant size. So Big Red Chuck, Big Red Dog, Clifford. So his nickname was Clifford, and everyone calls him Cliff. And to this day, he introduces himself in real life as Cliff like, the rest of us don't, if we're in real life we introduce ourselves by our name, but Robert <laughs> introduces himself as Cliff to pretty much everyone, and it's fantastic, so so the nicknaming process is really cool um, it's a fun way to just for the community to come together and be a part of something like that, so, long story short the veterans come together uh, once a year, and the rookies fill out like a survey that gives some information about them, and the vets decide on what they want to call the, nick- the rookies, but there's like seven levels to each one and it it gets pretty out of hand um but it's it's pretty funny so that's how we got there pluto do you know why
3: yours is pluto um so so coming from the sur- well actually no it didn't actually come from the survey so i think like during the time um like they were trying to give me a nickname they were remember they were they were try, they, they brought up a time when uh, one of my, one of our vets uh, his name is Rico um, they were trying to they remember the time when he mooned one of the girls in the girls team I,
0: I g- should have asked if this if these stories were a PG or not
3: Yeah yeah you yeah you probably should have <laughs>
0: Oh well we're um, already in it
3: Yeah well um so yeah that was Don't um, hold this against Rico Yeah it's it's okay sorry Rico um but yeah that that happened and, um, just the word mooning, um, just made them think of the anime Sailor Moon, and just, I, yeah, I don't know, um, how or why, but eventually, um, when they thought of Sailor Moon, they thought of, um, they thought of the solar system, because oh that's, o- God. yeah, that's one of the, um, that's one of the main themes of Sailor Moon, I guess, okay. and when they thought of the solar system, they were thinking, hey, what's the, what's the farthest planet from the sun? <laughs> and <Not>. and <laughs> okay. I g- yeah, during that t- and then they answered Pluto, and that's pretty much where it all s- where it all ends. That's um that's pretty much it. Yep. Why <laughs> that's <gasps> why it got to be the farthest one? Why couldn't you be
0: Mercury? Yeah. I feel like that would have been or Mars. Mars would have been cool. Mars would be a dope nickname.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, they just go on. A, they go. They tend to go on a lot of tangents. Uh,
0: yeah, it's crazy. And I guess we'll all find out. Later, the vets, these guys might know why Ghost is Ghost. I don't, but we can't tell him until he's been on the team for a year. I think that's a rule.
1: Is that a rule? Is
2: that
3: a rule? That's a t- rule on t- other
0: t- teams. I don't know if we instituted a rule or not. Do you know Pluto? You're the most veteran player.
3: Oh, um, like how? how he no.
0: Do you know whether he's allowed to know why yet?
3: Oh, um, we, um, we tell them on, um, on the on rookie naming on rookie naming night. Oh.
2: Yeah, they told me why.
0: Oh, well then what is, you. T- Okay. Interrupt them. Be like, bummer, idiot.
3: Why do I interrupt your old show?
2: (laughs) But, so, they gave us a survey, and there was a lot of weird questions on there, and I'm (laughs) glad they didn't pick the weirdest one. So they asked, what is your favorite superhero? And, of course, I have to go with the best one. I went with Batman. But in parentheses, I put for DC, and then I don't know if they want Marvel, and then I put Iron Man. These are my favorite superheroes. I think they're the best superheroes, hands down. I'll argue with anybody on that. <laughs> and then they
0: remind me to ask that question later.
2: Okay, they ran. They ran with Batman, so I was like, okay, run with Batman. They're like, from Batman, they got his villain. His villain is Joker, and that's the villain we all know. You know, the then they came with the new movie Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. From Joaquin Phoenix, they went to Phoenix, Arizona. from phoenix arizona they found a town there called ghost town and for some reason they decided hey let's stop here and just call him
1: ghost rush how close am i to the naming process i mean that that's pretty spot on i really enjoy your name like ghost is such a sick name it is i agree
2: no, I liked it. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm ghost now. I like this. I'm going to change it. Change it on my ID and everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's the best when guys are just all in on their nicknames and just instantly it's on all their social media. It's, it's great. I love that. That's one of my funny. favorite names. Yeah. Crash is probably always going to be pretty high for me <laughs> in terms of an athletic nickname. Um, we had We had one guy whose nickname was Strikeout. That was funny. I'm trying to think of what other good ones that we had. That guys aren't necessarily around anymore. But one of our guys is Bogo because he is very frugal with his money, and so buy one get one free Bogo. Oh Bogo. Yeah. Well um. oh, man.
1: I like how the names in the past were were personality names.
0: Yeah. It, it, yeah. We didn't have surveys. We didn't have. we were literally one guy. One. We, only, we didn't have any information about this guy. His name was Adam. All we had was his Facebook profile, and there wasn't much on there. And so his profile photo was just him wearing a shirt that had this, like, insane swirl on it. Oh. And so his nickname was Twister.
1: See, we should do that. <laughs> we should bring those back. It should be super—it should just be something super simple and stupid. So unique to the individual. Yeah, it's great. Um,
0: but, I mean, the, the survey seems to give us some pretty good content, so— I'm not I'm not mad about that. This driving situation. I almost hit a car earlier. I wouldn't say I almost hit it. I stopped pretty good. I noticed. It was... I definitely stopped the car kind of hard, and things <laughs> moved. And now we're in slight traffic. But we got time. Our first game, it's currently 10.33, and our first game is until 2.15. We need to be cleaned up at 1.15. So we still... We got time. Hopefully we get there in time to support the women's team a little bit. Ooh. But... Quick driving update, because you know whatever. Um, we can have more ultimate discussion, but I do want to get into this hero stuff, because that is a conversation that I love having. And I was watching the original Batman. Uh, not the original. Yikes. <laughs> have you guys seen the original original Batman, like the show or the movie?
1: With um, the Adam, late.
0: With, uh, yeah. What's his
1: name? I forget yeah, his Adam name. Yeah, Adam West. Adam West. Yeah. Rest in peace, Adam West. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen that? I've nope, seen a few. Seen nope. Ghost is Man, out
0: here good. talking about Batman being his favorite superhero ever, and he's never seen the original show okay. or the original movie.
2: <laughs> I've seen parts of the movie. I just really didn't like it because, I mean, I'm not, sorry, bomber, but I'm a kid, and <laughs> I like the new CGI and the new.
0: What? So, like, which which movie do you think I'm talking about?
2: Okay, my Batman, that's Christian Bale. Yeah. Before that. There were that was I, I just didn't like uh, cause
0: there's so like there's an Adam West Batman movie that's from the 60's somewhere around something there. like that yeah. in the movie they they're on a they're on the bat copter have you seen the movie I haven't they're on the bat copter and Batman is hanging off the like ladder you know the string ladder or whatever the rope ladder that drops down from the thing and he's on it and for whatever reason there's a shark and the shark jumps out of the water or maybe Batman was in the water and got pulled out of the water. The shark is attached to Batman's leg. Granted, it's this, like, stuffed animal shark thing. Like it, I was imagining that. It's the that. 60s, so it's <laughs> terrible. It's this fake toy shark that's attached to Batman's leg. And Batman looks at Robin and goes, Robin, I need the shark repellent. <laughs> and so Robin hands him the shark repellent, and it's a spray. And he sprays the shark, and the shark explodes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's fantastic and perfect for that time period. Oh, it's great.
2: Have but you seen the early, early Marvel movies where Hulk was Luke Ferrigno? Oh, yeah. Those are so bad. I
0: never, I never watched it, but I've seen clips of him just painted green. He used to play for the Rams. Did he really? Yeah. He was a professional football player with our Los Angeles Rams. Wow. And went on to be a movie star. But, yeah. So so not the original Batman, but like the 1989 Batman with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. That was on TV this morning. I was watching it with Cody, and that movie's fantastic. Jack Nicholson is a phenomenal actor, and it's great. And that original Batmobile is the... It's my favorite Batmobile That is of the all best
2: time. Batmobile. Oh, the my God. The actual Batmobile. Yeah. That is the original that one, thing is, and that is my favorite as yeah. well.
0: That thing is so dope. <laughs> and at one point, he's walking away, and he has, like, a little speaker thing that he he presses. He's, like, hundreds of yards from the car. And I don't even... He says, like, lockdown or something, and then you just watch the entire Batmobile, just all these shields just pop out of nowhere. And no it just, it's just sitting in the middle of the street. Like, Batman, you can't just leave your Batmobile in the middle of the street. But... He's Batman, and he did it. So, so why Batman?
2: I mean, I love Christian Bale as an actor. He was a great actor, and then accompanied by Heath Ledger as his Joker in uh, the Dark Knight Rises. That was a great movie. Well, Dark
0: Knight. Dark Knight Dark Rises. Knight, Rises was correct. The same.
2: Dark Knight Rises. is That with um,
0: Tom with, Hardy as Batman. Yes, on.
2: correct. And that was the that was the movie I first fell in love with, and I just loved Batman since then. Actually, it was before that with uh, Batman, where he. I was
0: gonna say, did you watch Batman Begins? Yes, first? yes, okay. with
2: Razar Ghul. Yeah, Liam
0: yeah. Neeson. Liam Neeson.
2: That's where he was amazing. I loved him in that too, and I guess my brother kind of he made me fall in love with Batman because my brother actually like read the comics and I didn't really read the comics, yeah. and that's where I like kind of fall short. But my brother, he was like, well, he told me how amazing he was. And then when he showed me that movie, I was like, "Wow, I'm in love with Batman now." That's like And then I always wanted to be Batman. Everybody's like, "Oh, I want to be Superman. I want to be Green Lantern." You know, like the powerful ones. And I'm like, "Okay, but Batman is powerful." I mean, the new Batman versus Superman, he was amazing, and, but
0: So your your idolization of Batman is based 100% off on the movies. And what you saw play out, it, like, the actors, too, because you said Christian Bale. I mean, I love Christian Bale, too, but...
2: Correct. Like, that's... Correct. The okay. movies, yes.
0: So, is Iron Man second because of Robert Downey Jr., or...
2: No, Iron Man is just for Marvel. I keep them separate. Well, no, I, I understand,
0: <laughs> yeah. but why do you why do you lift Iron Man over any of the other Marvel ones?
2: Because, I, I guess, Stan Lee made an amazing Iron Man, and he's that kind of guy that... You know, you're supposed to hate but you love him and you just can't love him because he's like kind of like a he, he only looks out for himself. And then yet he looks out for everybody and it's like you contradict yourself every single time, Iron Man, and that's <laughs> why I love him. He's like, Oh yeah, he's only looking out for himself but yeah, spoiler, is in the end game, he just loses everything he loves, he sacrifices himself to save the literally the universe. And I'm like, how is he selfish? But putting himself on the line, and that's why I love him as well. That makes
0: sense. What about you guys? Who are your favorite superheroes, and why? Oh, okay.
3: I never, I never really um, have a favorite superhero in particular, just because I never really grew up with, um, like, surrounded by uh, DC or Marvel. Um, I, I, I guess I could just like, if anything, um, I would just choose Batman too. No, no really, like, particular reason. Just, like, I just, I also think he's a, he's pretty cool. But, I'm not, like, too into it. Okay.
1: That's fair. Rush? I am a huge Spider Man fan. And, uh, the movies have been a staple of my childhood.
0: <laughs> like, going back, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. To I
1: still believe he is the Spider Man. Uh, the one. I'm Once a Tom man. Holland guy. I do like Tom Holland. I believe he, uh, He's going to take the realms of of the new generation of Spider-Man, and oh. those films are amazing. I did not enjoy Far from Home though; it, really? it seemed too out of place, in my opinion. What do you mean? It just it felt like a just a chapter in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where it was just okay. We just need this for for context for the next film. I it, feel like that's what Thor 2 was yeah and Thor 2 <laughs> Thor did not do well so Thor 3 was amazing oh uh, yeah
0: Ragnarok is probably uh, the top 3 Marvel movies
1: and it made uh, Chris Hemsworth a, a comedic star
0: yeah it's fantastic <laughs> so what what is it about Spider-Man that you latch onto?
1: I would say it just. It can't be
0: just the acting, because Tobey Maguire isn't actually act- a good actor.
1: I guess the story as well. Like, Spider Man goes through a lot of tough stuff yeah. in uh, in his early teens, even though Tobey Maguire looks like he's 23 that's, in these films. Th- that's why I like Tom Holland, because
0: he was actually 20, a teenager. Yeah, he was about 22,
1: 21.
0: Well, no, when he started. When he started, right? Really. Yeah, Civil War, I'm pretty sure he was. I want to say he was 17 or 18 when they filmed Civil War. Oh, wow. Because well, he's only currently 20. 23, I believe. Yeah, so some yeah. was a while ago. Yeah,
1: so I mean, he's in great shape. I I, I want to be like him. Want to be in shape just like him. <laughs> did so, do you know Tom Holland's background? He's from like, he's from across the pond. He
0: <laughs> he is from England. Yeah, but do you know what he did as a kid?
1: Yeah, he starred in like uh these musicals. Yeah. I believe.
0: So he he's a he was a gymnast too, I believe, or at least did a lot of that. And he was the lead in Billy Elliot.
1: That's the one.
0: And on, like, I think, I don't know if it was on Broadway, but he was the lead performer in Billy Elliot, which is incredible because the movie is one of my favorite movies, starring Jamie Bell. And then I saw it live. I saw it perform live at the Pantages, and it was incredible. It was so good. So then recently I bought, like, they have a dvd of a huge recording they did of the live show in england and the closing number they brought every kid who has ever played billy elliott oh wow and they were all part of the last dance number and so like in the corner you can see tom holland um but yeah he's stupid talented that guy like his the physicality he has on his, he does all of his stunts like he he works hard and makes that happen so that's pretty cool so for me, that's why Tom Holland is like above, and I liked Andrew Garfield. I've, yeah, that, that was my order: Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Toby, Toby Maguire. Wow, Toby's I was, three. Because wow. I, I felt like Garfield was, I feel like Spider-Man is supposed to be a teenager, a teen, but not just like looking like a teenager, but sarcastic and you know whatever. And Toby Maguire didn't really do that that much, whether that was his acting or whether it was the way his role was written. I don't know, but...
2: Andrew I believe Gar- it was all the, the role.
0: The way Andrew Garfield interacted, I I was like, <laughs> okay, that's how Spider-Man's supposed to I, I
2: liked, I liked the teen in Tom Holland, how he was a little dumb and naive. Yeah. He didn't really know what was going on, but he's like, okay, I'm here. And then, like, he was trying to fight and be a superhero, but he was still a child, and he kept, like laughing and he kept talking while they were fighting Dude, as yeah. in Civil War he the was entire, fighting the
0: whole thing in Civil War that thing does not obey the laws of physics the shield like, oh, he's great
2: he yeah. had a whole conversation with Captain America <laughs> while <laughs> he was carrying one of, the, what was it, one of the containers or one of the yeah a plane or something but he was just like talking to him as a kid does he didn't see him as a threat he just saw him as hey like
0: and he's in awe of him, too, while he's fighting Yes, him. of
2: course. <laughs> it's
0: great. So my my favorite superhero is Captain America because of the movies. I never read any comic books growing up, and I didn't really watch much of the cartoons. Like, if it was based on stuff I watched when I was a kid, then I would consider the Power Rangers superheroes. <laughs> okay. And I would be all on board of um, the Black Power Ranger in the original TV show Zack that guy was dope (laughs) I wasn't stoked that he had the woolly mammoth because that's like the lamest of the of the dinosaurs that they it's not even a dinosaur it was the lamest of the things that they used but Zach was freaking awesome and so if we're counting that that's what I would do but Captain America for me the way Captain America and Jack Bauer to me are on the same level like do you guys know anything about Jack Bauer I don't no I do not I don't know people are too young yeah (laughs) Which is really sad. Oh, man. Yeah. 24 came out in, like, 2001. So it was the show 24.
1: Oh. Oh, yes. I know. I know who you're talking about now.
0: And so, for those who don't know, the show 24 centered around the counter-terrorist unit organization, CTU. And its top agent was Jack Bauer, who played by Kiefer Sutherland. And it was basically his job to make sure that people didn't try to blow up America. And so it was set in L.A., season one. (laughs) <laughs> and he is tasked with, you know, stopping a threat. But the premise of the show is, so a season would be 24 episodes and each episode would be one hour long and it was set in real time. No way. So events would play out and it would say at the beginning of the show, all events occur in real time. So everything is happening and it would be exactly an hour. So an entire season would be exactly a day. So the first season started at 8 a.m and went all the way through and ended at 8 a.m. again and so the premise of the show was awesome and jack bauer is one of those guys who is like every decision at any given moment is all about what is right for the greater good for the entire country and so if it means this person has to die even though they're important or whatever but they have to die in order for the country or the bigger picture to be saved then that's what he's going to do and he was he was never, like, corrupt in any way. It was always whatever is best all the time. And I loved that about Jack Bauer. And that's how I feel about Captain America. That like Captain America is, it does not matter anything else that's going on. It is whatever is best for the good of the people, for the good of the country. Doing what is right at all times. And I love Captain America for that. <laughs> and he has some of my favorite lines. My favorite line in any Marvel movie ever is, in the first Avengers when they're in the plane and they have Loki and then Thor shows up and he just takes Loki and leaves and then Iron Man follows him and so Captain America is getting ready to jump out the plane and chase them and Black Widow looks at him and goes, "Um, those are gods I don't think you want to get involved in that and Captain America looks at her and goes there's only one god ma'am and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that (laughs) he jumps out the plane and I was like that is the most BA move ever and that's the best line in any of the movies and I love it so, for me, Captain America ranks very high because of Chris Evans. So, yeah, yeah.
1: He's, a, he's a good actor. It's fantastic.
0: I can't wait for Knives Out, the movie that's coming out that I've he's heard in. I that. Yeah, with, yeah.
1: Uh, that's a big cast.
0: Yeah, with Daniel Craig and a bunch of other people. I'm really excited about that.
2: Okay, so those are your favorite superheroes. Yep. Who's your favorite villain?
1: Oh, oh.
0: That is a good question. Who is my favorite villain? So, I mean, have you guys seen the new Joker movie?
1: Yes. I haven't. Okay. Well,
0: the way Joaquin Phoenix played it was incredible. Um, And so I related that to Killmonger in Black Panther because there's this backstory that he is the way he is for a reason, and it wasn't his fault. And he's literally just trying to overcome his life and do what he thinks is right based on the life that he's experienced. And so there's a level of, like, you want the Joker to succeed, and you kind of wanted Killmonger to succeed at the end. Um, And so I like that idea, but Killmonger seems like too small of a one to latch onto, and Joker is a little too weird and creepy for me. Um, I don't, man, who, I I feel like you asked that because you have an answer to that, so I'm going (laughs) to let you answer while
2: I think. My favorite, as you just said, it's Joker. I love Joker. I love the new Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. And I did. I think he did an amazing job.
0: So how would you compare Joaquin Phoenix to Heath Ledger?
2: And I was just about to say that. He had to do an amazing job because Heath Ledger brought so much to the role. Yeah. He had to step it up. But for me, Joker will still be Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger did such an amazing job. How he played and... I don't know if you guys know, but he brought it so much on the film that he started bringing it off the film as well. He portrayed him so well that he couldn't just stop being the Joker yeah. off film. So he just brought it so, that much intensity, and I just loved it so much. So many great film, so many great parts in the film that I thought were iconic.
0: He's he is definitely one of the method actors who went all in on his roles, and. Yeah, there's a reason that superhero movies don't win any awards ever, and he won Supporting Actor. Like, that's a testament to who he was. Would he have won if he hadn't died? I don't know. I'd like to think so. Um, But he deserved it regardless, and so it was really cool that he got that. And it's like, you, you hope that Joaquin Phoenix gets similarly... Recognized because he did an amazing job. Joaquin Phoenix goes all in on all of his roles, too. And I can't imagine he should get nominated, but the Academy is really stingy on that kind of stuff. And I don't know if they're going to do the right thing in this situation. Hopefully they do. Is the Joker still in theaters? It is. I need to go see that. You most definitely do. I've seen it twice. Oh, wow. Um, It was great both times.
2: Um, One of my favorite things to watch is the bloopers or, like, just on YouTube, I go to, like, things yeah. that weren't supposed to be in the movie. Yeah. But they ended up being in the movie.
0: Oh, like Easter egg stuff?
2: Yeah. And in uh, The Dark Knight, when Joker was leaving the hospital and he kept clicking the button for the hospital to blow up, Yeah. that wasn't supposed to be in the movie. It was supposed to blow up on the first take, but he kept slamming into his hands. <laughs> Because he did not want to ruin the take yeah. oh, wow. And then once it blew up He was actually scared Because he didn't think it was actually going to blow up <laughs> So him walking away scared Was actually his reaction That's... Thankfully he was a great actor And he kept going with it I, was, I read that the producer spent I think that was a really expensive shot With all the explosions yeah. And they did not want to mess that up So thankfully he got that on the first take And didn't That's... mess up the the button malfunction that's incredible. That's great.
0: I love when actors are just good at that. Like Robin Williams is one of the best at just in a moment creating something, creating a new situation, saying something off the cuff that stayed in the film 100% of the time. He's, oh, man. Jack Nicholson had – I feel like Jack Nicholson had one of those moments in the movie I was watching today because at some point, the like the woman in the scene – says something about, like, you're insane, or whatever. (laughs) And Jack Nicholson goes, really? I thought I was a Pisces. (laughs) I I just, out loud, I was like, he had to have, that had to have been off script. That had to have been ad-libbed in that moment, because that's a stupid line to write (laughs) intentionally, but it's a brilliant line to make up in the moment and do, and Jack Nicholson's brilliant enough to be able to pull that off. Um, That's super funny. Do, like, do horror movies count as villains i guess you said super villains because it made me think of it and that idea of like heath ledger getting really scared (laughs) and when the kids were filming with it they when pennywise they hadn't seen pennywise in person until the actual like shot of one of the scenes yeah and so they legitimately (laughs) (laughs) were <laughs> very scared because Skarsgard is a large van and he just like ran at them in one of the scenes so
1: they were like, Oh my god, we're gonna die Like they had a,
0: a that was their actual reaction to that and so that idea I think is really funny. Um, but dude super villain.
2: I don't know.
3: That's cuz I mean, like we
2: just go to villain if you like to just go with that.
3: I think you said villain to to begin with. I I mean either way. It
0: it's good to know <laughs> what. Like, does Bucky count as a villain? Because he's pretty dope. Um, the Winter Soldier. I don't know. Is he considered a villain? I mean, he was. <laughs> he was the villain of the entire <laughs> Winter Soldier movie. Um, turns out to be a good guy. Because, like, Red Skulls, like, I'm not worried about Red Skulls, whatever. I mean, Thanos is... Thanos... Okay, so same thing with Thanos. Is like, by the end of those movies, you're like, Thanos has a point. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, literally, his world got destroyed. And all these other worlds, this is what we're going to. Like, Earth. That's going to happen to Earth, whether it's in the next 10 years or whether it's 200 years from now. I don't know. We're definitely using up resources, and things are going poorly. So, Thanos kind of has a point. In, we, there's too much life, and it's taking away the life of the world. So, I mean, he's a good villain. I
2: actually liked his point, how it was fair. He didn't know who who was yep. dying off. It wasn't the rich. It wasn't the poor. It wasn't, like, a specific kind. It was just, like, half. It doesn't matter who. It's just half is leaving. Yep. And I kind of agreed with him at the end. I'm like, okay, like, half has to go so the other half can thrive. Like, I understand that point.
0: But, you know, that's still evil to kill. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of living people that get taken out. So what is... What is your guys' favorite... Uh, we can we can stay on a movie topic. I was going to ask what your favorite superhero movie is. I feel like we know Ghost is his Dark Knight. Which one of the Spider-Mans is your favorite?
1: Spider-Man 2. I was going to question two. your sanity yeah. if you did not say Spider-Man yeah, 2. Such a such a good film. So many arcs. Yeah. And it, it got dark, too.
0: It When it came out, it was the best superhero movie of all time. I
1: rem I like remember since then, but. being a little kid and seeing all of these promotions for the movie, and like begging my parents to go see this movie. <laughs> my dad took me, and I I lost it. Like it was it was insane. It was a good film.
0: <laughs> it was great. Um, how did you feel about Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2?
1: Amazing Spider-Man. I like Andrew Garfield ones.
0: Like were they like all right these are fine? I was it like ah oh, this is trash.
1: They were like mediocre films, like mid 2000s. Like ah this will or mid-2010s, I believe, early 2010s is when they came out. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of pretty old for Spider-Man, but
0: they're films. They're just there. Because I really like, in the second one, I really like Jamie Foxx. I'm a Jamie Foxx fan in general, Yeah. but him playing Electro or whatever that guy's name was, right? Jamie Foxx is so good. And so that was, again, another guy who was just treated poorly by everybody, and he's like, I'm going to make you all notice me now. And he does it in an evil way but it's like ah, if society were better see that's the problem people lesson we learned bad people come because cause society sucks yeah if we all just treated each other a lot better then we wouldn't have all these bad
1: guys I totally agree just
0: communicate yeah it's not that hard see somebody on the street struggling say hey man let me help yeah instead of knocking him over and making him lose all his papers that's every villain just gets hit by some random person they lose all their stuff and they go what the heck yep like the Joker movie starts you haven't seen it yet Similar situation. One group of people does something mean. You're like, what? Why? Then they turn out bad. We just got to
1: be more aware of our surroundings. So movies, what
0: are our favorite
1: movies? Favorite movies. Overall. Speaking of Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I really enjoyed his role in Baby Driver.
0: That is not what I would have
1: expected. <laughs> I know. A Baby Driver's fantastic too. I, I love I love uh and I just wanted to transition. I, that that was way. A, <laughs> we we
0: joke about professional segues all the time on a <laughs> podcast, and sometimes they go really well and sometimes they go really poorly. That's the best segue that anyone has ever pulled off on this now episode eleven. Awesome. So well done. Way to go. Thank you.
1: I really enjoy that film. The music just goes so well with the action That's sequences. Great. And uh, I I have a poster of it. <laughs> That's my first uh, ever movie poster I've ever owned. Wow! Is a Baby Driver. Yeah. The cast is amazing.
0: Yeah. If you guys haven't seen Baby Driver, have you two seen Baby I've Driver? I've seen Baby Driver. No, uh, not really. Has lead actor Ansel Elgort. Yes. Is that who's his name? Yeah. Nailed it. Um, and uh, John Hamm oh, and yeah. Jamie Foxx and who's the ma- Who's the guy that like organizes it all? Uh, it's. Uh, I can't even picture who it is, and I don't remember who the women are. <laughs> Anyway, it's a great movie. He, the main character, is a driver, and he he's he's,
1: uh, he's a little deaf.
0: He's yeah. He, well, uh, he has he was involved in a car accident when he correct. was a kid and he lost his parents. Oh, here's us oh. almost crashing.
1: <laughs> Nailed it! Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: Guys, you don't even know. We came about eight inches from the car in front of us, <laughs> and it was super exciting. Rush is probably losing his. I'm mind a little,
1: right now. I'm sweating a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, it's warm, too. We're going to go with yeah. that. I'm just glad the car behind us didn't hit us. Um, and for the record, that had nothing to do with me not paying attention. Things happened very quickly in front of yes, us. and well, stopped fast. Yes. Well, so thank I'm you. not going to take any <laughs> blame for what transpired. Good job. And braking system on my car. Um, anyway, so baby <laughs> baby driver, he, yeah, he was in a car crash and lost his parents. And because of it, he... So there's some deafness, but there's also a ringing in his ear that is constant. And so to overcome that, he just constantly floods himself with music wherever he is when he's walking around the street, which fantastic scene when he's walking down the street. In the beginning of of the film, yes. That's great.
2: When he has the coffee? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So he just always has music going, and the soundtrack for the movie is fantastic. The music's really good all the way through, like Rush said. And so... Um, but he's a really good, talented, like, getaway driver, and so he ends up being employed by this guy, because he owes this guy some debt, and it's just how that plays out with him being involved in these getaways and escapes, and they're planning a big one, and at some point, Jamie Foxx joins the team, and he turns out to be a not-so-good guy, and he does that very, very well, and it's a phenomenal movie, if you haven't watched it, it, it hooks you. I, I saw it once or twice. And then we were watching it at the house like six or seven months ago. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna put Baby Driver on." I was like, "I've already seen it. I got stuff to do." But I was like, "I'll watch the opening scene." I was like, oh, well, so I can- good! <laughs> well, I can't leave now. Yeah, I'm in. It just gets you hooked. Yeah, the whole way. So Pluto, you need to get on that.
1: What are you talking if about? If you notice, <laughs> <laughs> Baby Driver. You yeah. need to oh. see Baby Driver. Oh yeah. Okay. If you watch the movie while wearing headphones, there's a ringing. Really? Throughout the entire film. Oh shoot! Yeah. Let
0: me get on that. I'm gonna try. That, That's that's next level, if that
1: is true. Yeah, the director. I, lo- I forget the director's name. He's he's a, yeah. he's a good one. But he always includes music in, his, in
0: all of his films. I love when movies do stuff like that. Um, so, like, do you guys watch M. Night Shyamalan movies? Um,
1: No, I haven't.
0: You haven't seen any M. Night Shyamalan movies? No. You haven't seen Signs? You no. haven't seen Six Sense? No. You haven't seen Unbreakable or...
1: I need to see Mr. so many Glass, movies. Or I recently Split. just finished the entire Matrix series last night. You, I mean, you, just, saw, you yeah. just saw the Matrix? <laughs> I, I just saw the Matrix, and it blew me away. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't. Oh. I missed so many opportunities on movies, and now I'm like catching up. Well, at least you're working
0: on it. I yeah, know a lot of I'm people are it. like, nah. I'm like, oh, you're missing out on phenomenal filmmaking. Have you guys seen any of the M. Night Shyamalan?
2: Yeah, I have. I've seen uh, Glass.
0: Did you see all three of the movies, Unbreakable, Split, and Glass?
2: No, I didn't see uh, Unbreakable. I saw Split and Glass.
0: So did Glass make sense if you didn't see Unbreakable?
2: I, I follow along. I mean, I saw like clips. I didn't see the whole movie. I saw clips of it. I saw all of Glass, and I saw all of Split. So I feel like I've understood most of it.
0: (laughs) Well, they're all very connected. And M. Night Shyamalan does a great job of making them all connected. And here's my favorite thing about M. Night Shyamalan. So a lot of his movies are really good. And a couple of the movies are like, we don't need to watch that. Lady in the Water, I've never seen it, never going to. And I don't think I'm going to watch whatever the plant one was called.
1: And The Last Airbender, that didn't happening. he direct <laughs> that one? <laughs> he
0: did. He got a lot of grief yeah. for that movie. <laughs> I've never seen the TV show. I've been yelled at about uh, that. The I TV show is I amazing. tend to watch yeah, it. the TV shows a fantastic. lot better than the movie. Um, but <laughs> what M. Night Shyamalan does in every one of his movies, he is in them. He acts in them. And so in Signs, um, have either of you seen Signs? Rush said he hasn't. Oh no. Gosh. <laughs> I mean, granted, that movie came out probably before all of you were born.
2: How old are you, Chris? How do you, guess? I was born in 98. Yeah.
0: I'm My lord. Yeah, 98 too. Yeah, I think Signs was out before that. I think Sixth Sense was out before that. Or They're pretty close. Um, premise of Signs is there are crop circles that are showing up all over the world, and people don't know why, and you find out later it's aliens. That's not a spoiler. That's part of the thing. And so I'm 20-plus years old. There's no spoilers. So <laughs> there's the main character it's, so it's Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix they play brothers and um, Mel Gibson's character used to be a pastor used to be a priest in a Catholic church um, but his wife was killed by a driver who like fell asleep at the wheel and he like crashed into her and pinned her against a tree or a pole or something and because of that incident Mel Gibson's character steps away from the church because he's mad that's it's own kind of storyline but the driver of the truck was played by M. Night Shyamalan. so like he puts himself in you know in the plot that way I don't remember who he is in Sixth Sense um have you guys you guys haven't seen that do you know what I know about? the ending yeah it's that's the disruptive. worst man yeah. do you guys
1: know the ending of it no I do not oh good keep nope. it
0: that way and go watch that movie as soon as possible mm. um because that's the best. That's that's the best ending in cinematic history, in my opinion. Um, and <clears throat> so I don't remember who he is in that. But in Unbreakable and in um, Split and in Mr. and in Glass, he plays the three movies. Unbreakable came out in like 1999, and Split came out in 2015, 2016, and then Glass came out last year. So they're separated, but they're the same storyline. They're all connected. And so Bruce Willis plays the same character in all three movies, although he doesn't show up until the very end of Split. Um, But M. Night Shyamalan plays the same character in all three movies. In the first movie, he's a guy who's suspected of dealing drugs at a game. And so Bruce Willis, like, approaches him, and you see M. Night Shyamalan, and he gets kind of flustered and whatever, and he takes off. And then in Split, he's, he's helping, he's doing, like, security footage. He is working for some company that does that and so he's in one scene where he has one conversation with a somebody and then in Glass he, Bruce Willis, has a, like, equipment store that he's running and M. Night Shy- Shyamalan comes in as somebody who's going to buy some equipment because he's the same guy who's doing the security stuff in Split and then he talks to Bruce Willis and he's like, hey, you were the guy that caught me at the game a long time ago and because of that it made me stop doing that stuff and turn my life around. You're like, okay, I'm not Shyamalan's a freaking genius that <laughs> he kept the same character in the entire time. And then the kid, the actor who plays Bruce Willis's son in Unbreakable is the same actor who plays his son in Glass, even though it's 20 plus years later. And so the continuity. I love when directors have that vision mm-hmm. and can keep it that way. Um, that's kind of why I love Christopher Nolan. Oh, yes. Just because he <laughs> like, his... His movies are incredible. Have I mean, you seen
1: Interstellar? I have. That's one of my favorite films. So
0: right. I walked out of that movie. Have you guys seen it? Interstellar? No, no, I haven't. So I walked out of that movie thinking, I'm pretty sure I just saw the best movie I've ever seen, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, and I, I've only seen it once. I need to watch it again because I just don't remember anything I watch. I have this, I don't know whether it's, a gift or a curse that I forget a lot of stuff that I read and watch. Oh, do you? So it makes rewatchability and rereadability really good because I'll be like, oh, that happens. Oh, that happens. And people can't watch stuff again because, like, you know what happens? Like, right. I actually don't because I forgot everything. <laughs> and so I like that. I own a ton of movies and I can go back and watch all of them all the time because I never remember stuff. Um, so, <laughs> interstellar. But, so the point I was getting to is like, so, so he made this movie called The Prestige that isn't super well known. Have any of you seen it? I've heard of it. So I've heard of it So it's Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman, and they are illusionists. They're performers that go up and do magic shows and stuff, and they are like competing, and they're trying to like push the boundaries of what they're doing, and they keep trying to push and push and push. And so they, the premise, the like overarching premise of the movie is that a illusion show is set up into three stages, and I always forget what the stages are. Um, there's basically, there's, I forgot the intro. The intro has a name. It's like the presentation or something. So there's part one is like the introduction of whatever. And part two is the turn and something like weird happens or something kind of changes that affects what's going on. And then part three is called the prestige, the reveal at the end that's like, oh, my, blows your mind. Mm-hmm. So that's like that is the three stages of creating the show and what you know what fans do fans are very creative in in how they analyze movies and things what fans did is they said that's how christopher nolan does his movies in like three steps so like batman begins he presents here's the story here's how this starts then dark knight is the turn and dark knight rises is the prestige right so it's like you're like okay (laughs) okay That's cool. But it's also that way... So, like, that was all one clear, continuous plot line. But he has these other movies. And so, The Prestige, that movie... Because it kind of... You guys have to watch it because, again, the ending is insane. And Christopher Nolan is a genius. Um, But The Prestige is... The presentation is the introduction. And then... (coughs) um, Inception came next and inception is the turn because that's a like mind-blowing movie right like these are movies that really make you think about stuff so the prestige is the presentation inception is the turn and then interstellar is the prestige of like mind-blowing movies and i was like oh whoever thought of that (laughs) was freaking brilliant and christopher nolan is a genius and so that set up like Wow, this is directors really know what they're doing, and maybe he didn't do that at all. But I'm inclined to believe that he very much did that intentionally <laughs> because I have that much faith in him. But did any of you see Dunkirk?
1: No. Oh, oh my gosh, God. I heard it was an amazing.
0: It is film. fantastic, and and I'm not like a war movie guy. Like I'll watch Saving Private Ryan and Black Hawk Down. Yeah. But that's about it. Like I don't actually care about war movies that much. <clears throat> but Dunkirk is so good, and. He does something brilliant that he alludes to, but it's really easy to not think about. But then when you know at the end, you're like, wow. And I don't know if I want to... Don't spoil it. Okay. I I I want to experience it. So see Dunkirk as soon as possible. There's a long list of movies I have that are like, you have to watch these because they're very important. Um, I like a lot of dumb movies. (laughs) So I tell people, you don't have to watch those. (laughs) But I have a long list of movies that are like everybody should watch these movies.
1: But what about Elf?
0: <laughs> Somebody is listening to the last podcast. That's not a movie I consider Why not? important. He, okay, not? You watch a lot of dumb movies. You're right. Honestly, I can't stand Will Ferrell. No. That's my thing. I just. I love Will Ferrell. I know. Will everybody loves hilarious. Will Ferrell. It's totally fine. You can love Will Ferrell. In my experience with Will Ferrell, he plays the same type of character every time and that to me is frustrating except in a couple movies like elf and whatever the one was when he was the writer i forgot what that one was called Um, but the other thing that really there was a long stretch of time where i was like huge on late night talk shows and i would watch it because i loved watching the actors come in and interview like i love that idea i spent a solid hour and a half yesterday watching show highlights because um the cast of frozen was on jimmy kimmel the other night okay so it was it was jonathan groff and josh gad and Kristen bell and Adina menzel they're all on the show mm-hmm. josh gad is a hilarious human being that guy is so funny i one of my favorite plays is the book of mormon it's really really bad like <laughs> it is inappropriate on so many levels but it's hysterical and i saw it in person somewhere he wasn't in it but um Anyway, Josh Gad is hilarious. So I ended up watching several interviews of him on talk shows just because he's so funny. Um, so I like when actors come on and they're themselves and they're talking about the roles and they're talking about their life. Like, I like that idea. Will Ferrell is always in character. Right. Like, you never feel like you get the real Will Ferrell, which I understand if he's, like, protecting himself. Like, he keeps his private life pretty private. And so I understand that. But I just, like... It made me not be able to connect with them. Like, I love all these other actors who let you in to, like, they don't let you in in all the details, but, like, you feel like you get to know more about them when they're on the shows and talking about themselves. And Will Ferrell never, it felt like Will Ferrell never did that. So I was just like, I ah, forget Will Ferrell. He's a okay. genius, and he's great, and he's super funny, and I'm never going to watch any of his stuff.
1: I um, feel like you should just watch it for the story. Just nope. For the nope. Christmas now, Because
0: now the, the part of it that... Now I just don't watch it because I want everyone to get mad that I don't watch it. <laughs> like, I love that feeling now. There's a couple things that are like that that I'm like, I haven't seen that and I'm not going to. You're
1: just doing it to be cool. I, I no, not
0: to be cool. Uh, I know it's no. not being cool. I just do it because I like people getting upset about it. So Elf and Step Brothers and Anchorman, yeah, haven't seen, haven't seen them. Everyone is Step like, Step Brothers
2: oh. is on Netflix, so you could watch They're, that. Uh, that's not the point, it's Ghost. The point
0: is that I just don't want to watch it. it and I love John it. C. Reilly. W- John Why C. would you punish great. yourself by
2: not watching <laughs> Step Brothers? I feel
0: punished, I I have hundreds of other movies that I can watch, whenever I want, and be entertained. I don't need to watch Elf. Will Ferrell be Will Ferrell all the time. So, so that's my, on that. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem.
1: Burning question.
0: Yeah, I that's I am, I am totally open to <laughs> talking about that at any given moment. Um, but yeah. So for me, my so what are like favorite movies of all time? My favorite movie of all time is Shawshank Redemption. Like that is always. Yeah number one on the charts it's the number one most high rated movie on IMDB and that just its great it's fantastic acting fantastic writing directing everything about it is perfect it is the perfect movie I think but that's just me have we exhausted our movie talk
2: maybe no I was thinking of my favorite movie alright
0: Pluto do you have a favorite movie so here's sidebar while you guys think I'll, like, so I'm sitting, I'm driving, obviously I'm in the driver's seat, and so I look at you guys every now and then to, like, you know, look at the room, because that's, like, an important thing, but when I do it, I have to look to my right, and we're in the far left lane, so I look to my right, and there's cars on the right, and every now and then I look at somebody in the face, and they're just like, why are these guys holding microphones? (laughs) And it's fantastic, and I love it, and I hope they're all very confused, because that makes me happy.
1: We should play Sweet and Sour. Sweet and Sour. Yeah, so you wave to the... Oh, and see how they react. And see how they react. If they wave back, they're sweet. If they don't, they're sour.
0: We would have to be really good at like play-by-play because that's a really tough game to play to describe right. on the right. <laughs> You'd have to like really get some description <laughs> oh. of the car and the person. I don't know. Uh, now <laughs> she's not going to learn. I'm not comfortable with these types of games because I'm so, like the uh Impractical what is that show called? Impractical Jokers Impractical or whatever. Jokers. I can't stand that show. No. I understand why it's funny, but every single situation they're in just makes me super uncomfortable. And I'm like, I would never want somebody to do that to me, Yeah. so I don't want to watch you do it to anybody else. Like, I would react so poorly in those situations. I get that. I wouldn't get, like, mad or angry. I would just be Feel like... Feel uncomfortable. Why is this happening? Go away.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Silent Library?
0: It was sound- it? Wasn't that the... uh that wasn't like Rob Deerdeck was it? It was, no, 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 but no. it was on MTV, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was on MTV. Yeah. It
2: was a TV show on MTV where I think it would be like six guys. They're in a library, literally, and they.
0: There was like a sound meter or something, yeah, right? Yeah, sound meter. So
2: they basically like do stuff to each other, or like pull pranks on each other, or somebody would come in and like pull pranks on them, and they just couldn't laugh. Of they, and they had to. The point was to endure your punishment, whatever it was, like the prank or whatever. Yeah. And your friends couldn't laugh. If they did laugh, you wouldn't win money. And if you endured the punishment and your friends didn't laugh or they were below the meter, then you would win a certain amount of money. And each time, like it would, it would be funnier and funnier, and like it would be more expensive for them. So it'd be like the first one would be like whatever, and it'd be like a couple hundred dollars. And then by the last one, it'd be like the funniest thing you see, and it was like a couple thousand dollars. And Almost all the time they lost because it was super funny. I love that. Yeah, Just I would be it. so
0: uncomfortable <laughs> if I had to do that. That would, that would make me unhappy. But I understand why it's funny. So, why did we get there? Oh, because of the thing. You yeah. were talking about your favorite movie.
2: My favorite movie would have to be um, Warrior with. Who? Tom Holland and I can't remember the they no, guy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. And I can't remember the other guy's name. I can't either. His brother. But hands down, that was my favorite movie forever. It will always be my favorite movie. Just of how inspiring it was. The dedication it took for both of them to be there.
0: Because they're about UFC fighters, right?
2: Yeah, okay. So a little background of the movie.
0: Because I haven't. I've wanted to watch it. That is a movie I have wanted to see, and I just never got around to it.
2: Well, spoilers, but it's uh, two brothers and their parents. They get divorced. And then one brother goes with the dad, one stays with, or one goes with the mom. And then they live their lives. And then there's this huge fight. And then someone's putting up $5 million to whoever wins the fight. And then these brothers, they encounter themselves at this fight versus each other. Oh, wow. And I really don't want to say anymore because it gives away so much. But it's just with them meeting, and they talk about their backstory of, like, why did you do this? Like, why did you choose dad? Why did you choose mom?
1: Yeah.
2: And it was just it got you how like two different lives and they were both wrestlers when they were in uh middle school before their parents separated mm-hmm. and then it was just like why did you stay here and keep fighting and why didn't you leave and then one brother he left with his mom and then they went to the he got in the military and then there was a whole big deal about that don't want to give that away cuz you guys need to watch it it was an amazing <laughs> movie
0: I need to put it on one of my lists
2: Yes you do and then at the end it's kind of it's kind of obvious but they face each other yeah. you know that it would it would kind of suck if one brother gets out but yeah. they face each other and then like the ending, is super super emotional super inspiring though you need to watch that hands down my favorite movie
0: Tom Hardy's so good Tom Hardy is brilliant in every role he plays I think and like the first movie I saw him in was Inception and you like forget that he's in Inception and he's really good in Inception and he's great Venom Venom was fantastic minus the fact it should have been rated R so they could have just made the movie they wanted to make but they made it PG-13 so they made edits that made it like like this is so obviously edited right now because of the language and the amount of violence like you cut it down and it could have been so much better just naturally being what it was that was disappointing
2: but but he's great I really liked him in Lawless that movie was amazing too I never saw that one either you gotta watch that one as well
0: Isn't that one like a mob type set in New York? Yes, he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: It's three brothers, and they sell moonshine, and they're running from the law, and then they keep making moonshine, and yeah, they just shootouts and alcohol everywhere. Amazing movie. (laughs) What
0: about you, Pluto? Favorite movie?
3: Um, Well, it's actually been a while since I've actually watched any movie at all. Really? It's just... Just, it's just college <laughs> it's, just, it's just a lot, just Bro, a lot of
0: college was my prime in watching stuff I wasn't doing anything in college
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> well I, I'm, pre- I'm pretty busy Your major? Yeah.
0: yeah, you have a lot more going on, on yeah. when I was in my fourth year in college I was not on a frisbee team and I was taking business management and those classes are easy and I was working part time and it didn't matter so I don't blame you but still the question stands
3: yeah um it like I can't think of any movies that um that I watched recently, but I do um but the the Ma- the Matrix series tends to come in mind, just um especially the second one just because I've I remember um watching it over and over again as a kid, yeah. um like of course I was little I didn't really understand a lot of a lot of what's going on.
0: Yeah, came out the first one came out in 1999. I was wow. a freshman in high school. You people <laughs> oh, wow, were barely old.
3: born it's uh, it's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't really understand a lot of a lot when I was a kid when I was a kid, because um, you know, just going back and forth between like you know modern the modern setting and then this um, like, what like little old fashioned one. Just just how just how the um, just how the the setting in the movie took place, uh-huh. like I didn't really get it at all. But you know, when I got older and I saw it ag- and I saw it all over again, it it definitely um. Definitely made a lot more sense, but regardless, it was um, it definitely um, I definitely got attached to um, Touch the Matrix just because of um, being able to see it as a kid.
2: I mean, Keanu Reeves was amazing in that as well.
1: Yeah, Keanu Reeves is pretty good. I think the choreography and the act, the yes. uh, the martial arts, is just phenomenal. In I
0: only movies. watch those movies for the fight scenes. Yeah,
1: and, and the even CGI though, is even though insane lot, for its time.
0: Yeah. Because the second one, there's the scene when he's fighting like the hundred agents. Yeah, Agent Smith, and yeah. it becomes very CGI. But it's the clean. whole idea of it it's is good. <laughs> yeah, when he takes the pull out and he just swings it like a <laughs> baseball bat and it makes the sound and the dude just goes flying. That that moment is high up for me. But it, yeah, the the first one had its 20th anniversary a couple years ago. Like it was the 20th, it had been 20 years since it came out, wow. and they released it in a couple mm-hmm. theaters. And so me and Cody went and watched it in IMAX, I think. It was so good.
1: I heard they're coming out with a fourth Matrix.
0: I don't know how I feel about that. But I don't even understand the plot once it got into, like, the second and third movies. I don't understand what's going on anymore. It's
1: a confusing plot for sure. But I feel like if you watch them sequentially, like back to back to back, it'll be easy for you to follow. I just...
0: What's the need for a fourth one? I'm just not a fan.
1: I don't know. But, I mean... I'm I'm okay with it. I would like it.
3: It's <laughs> re- like the
1: Rambo movie that came out. <laughs> why? Why? Why is there another Rambo movie? Thirty years after
3: the last. Yeah, it's Give me a break. yeah. It tends to be a trend. Like there's been a lot of old movies being like brought back re- lately, like the Terminator. They just oh. released
2: another one. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, but those have, like, consistently come out every four or five years, kind of. And I
2: don't know if they're But I feel like at a certain point, and... it's like, you need to stop. Like, the Fast and Furious, Yeah. they're making another one. Like, guys, like, okay. s- stop it. Uh, have you seen all the Fast and Furious? <laughs> yes, I have.
0: Do you not like them?
2: I love them. Oh, I, I think they're <laughs> oh, amazing. They're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> I went so long not watching them. After Tokyo Drift, I was like, nah, forget this, which was a terrible decision to make because of Tokyo Drift because it was so outside of the other ones. But I bought the whole set and re-watched and watched all of them before Hobbs and Shaw, before I went to Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, my gosh. They are so entertaining.
2: Okay, I didn't see Hobbs and Shaw. You have to. Because does that tie into the yes. movie? Oh, okay. I didn't think it tied in at all. No, after. yeah,
0: because the eighth one is, like, they have to – because Jason Statham is in seven and eight. Yeah. And – it's it's them like they have their own situation that they have to take
2: care yeah, of yeah like of in, the, in the last one they were working together yeah you know to like uh i forgot what was the plot but they had to get the baby back dude from the that from is the,
0: the that's one of my favorite scenes ever in movie history yeah. is jason statham running around a plane beating people up while carrying a baby
1: what <laughs> We
0: just had a guy wave at us, recording us, because we are on our microphones, and it's fantastic. Uh, At least, I don't know, do we know that person? I don't know him. I don't either. Uh, I guess he's he's a fan. Yeah, Yeah. he's just a random person. Look at that. I kind of don't want to pull all the way up. Uh, This is awkward now.
1: I wonder where he's from. I wonder where he's going. He's wearing,
0: like, a jersey thing, I thought. It looked like he was wearing a jersey, but he's being driven by an older person. Like, so this dude, he looks like he's in college, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he could very well be on his way, too. Maybe he just wanted to be mentioned on the podcast.
1: All right, shout out to congratulations.
0: that congratulations, yeah, in whatever car that it's is. It's a Subaru. Way to go, Subaru. In a Subaru. Yeah. We don't know who you are. <laughs> this is gonna be awkward because we're in traffic and we're going slow, and he's literally <laughs> right next to us and, and it's recording is happening the whole time. Yeah, we are on his phone. He's probably gonna post like these idiots. Yeah, and, there's, and they're still looking. Whatever nice. guy, when when our podcast becomes famous, then he'll be the one. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? Hobson Shaw,
1: oh yeah, Jason Statham, yeah, we holding a baby. We <laughs> anyway. I did f- not know Fast no, yeah. and Furious movies he's were like this.
0: He's in a the baby's in like a car seat. Yeah, and correct. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he's just beating people up, and puts the baby down. Baby's wearing headphones. So after <laughs> he like hits a few people, he looks at the baby. Everything okay? And he goes back to fighting oh again. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. It was great. I was dying. It's I like they start pumping. shooting
2: at him, and like he protects the baby. They're just like shooting at his back. What? Turns around and then just shoots him. It's like why would you shoot at a baby? Yeah. And then it's just like the whole time he has to protect the baby, like move him a little, punch a couple guys, grab him, move a little more, and then just keep
1: punching guys in that order. It's yeah. like
0: it's it's incredible.
1: And how many films are they are they on right now?
0: Well, Hobbs and Shaw was the ninth in the whole thing. Wow. If you're counting all of them, so. I don't know what the next one's gonna be, but now I'm really excited about it. I'm really mad that I didn't watch four through eight in the theaters.
2: Okay, I at first I didn't like Tokyo Drift because I'm like this has nothing to do with anything in the movie. Like yeah. one and two were nice, and I'm like Tokyo Drift, what are you doing here? But then after I saw what was it six or seven, it's like I, don't,
0: oh, I literally watched it, all of them in like three days, so I don't know which ones. Which.
2: Yeah, it connects because it's not in the it's like one, two, four, five, six, three. Seven, It's, like, in that order. And I'm like, okay. I don't know why they brought it out, like, in that time, but... Apparently they had they had their ways, or they had their motive for bringing it out in the, yeah. that time. Or maybe they just really try to reach and connect it at the end. Who knows? I don't. I just... Like
0: big, dumb action movies. What was your favorite Makes one? Happy. Your I, favorite Fast and Furious movie. I, I literally don't <laughs> remember they all just wind together i don't know the one when they are friggin' in that huge glass building and they drive the car from one in and cross into the other one Whoa. they fly off yeah they're on like i don't know the 60th floor and they have to escape because they're going to get caught so they just drive off the building and fly into the other building and land in the other building and so they're sorry, just testing. like office
2: buildings no, this uh, is in no, Dubai. They're, like, huge. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're like huge.
2: It's the three tallest buildings in Dubai, I and knows. it just goes from one to the next because wow. it's this rich prince, and in his penthouse he has this supercar. I forgot the exact Five, speed, but zero, it goes right. something like 220, like tops out, and then it's completely bulletproof. Like, yeah, and then they're shooting like rocket at and stuff like that, and <laughs> it's not even phasing it, yeah. and they're still just speeding down. They're going from one building to the next trying to get this part out that's for god's eye which is another part of the movie that just like searches anybody <laughs> in the world that you're looking for so i actually that wasn't my favorite my favorite one would be the first one yeah i like that one so much
0: i wonder if it's legal for me to be recording like i was, was about gonna say had, this. that like,
2: consider oh, like we just, just had
0: three oh there's oh, 11 there's so many chp Whoa, motorcycle cops driving by wow I wonder we're what they're like. Eight, to. nine, yeah, nine. There's, there's more just, coming. Ten. So I guess there's
2: something it. up ahead. There's a reason why there's traffic.
0: Makes sense. I've, what, what are all these <laughs> CHP yeah. motorcycle cops going to do to whatever's going on up there? Uh, hopefully we're not late. When we first got in the car, it was supposed to take an hour 45 minutes. We've been going for an hour 26, and according no. to maps, we still have like an hour left. So... Our timing situation has become slightly more precarious, but we're on the road. There's nothing we can do about it now. We'll
1: don't we still make it. We have we, have about two yeah, hours. I
0: mean we're good. And well, and we have the disc bag. <laughs> oh. So, oh no. Everyone's gonna have to wait for us anyway. 52 minutes. We're good. We're almost at Oceanside. For those of you who care about our update, travel wise.
2: A little trip. Yeah.
0: All right, well, I think we can move on from movies. (laughs) Since we still have a lot of time to go. Um, Let's talk about life. Because I don't actually know where you guys are from or what you do or whatever. Okay. So we can go in order again. I don't know. Where are you originally from? What does family look like? What What does growing up schooling look like? How
1: did you end up in Long Beach? What are you studying? All that jazz. Go. So I am from Berkeley, California. Ooh. Yeah, I love Berkeley. It's my home away from... It is my home. Yeah, what? Yeah, (laughs) Long Beach is my home away from home. There you go. Yeah, but um, my family life, I have... I used to live with my mother and father and my 18-year-old sister named Christine. Um, School life, I went to St. Mary's College High School in Berkeley. Shout out to the Panthers. (laughs) Um, All right. I am currently an economics major, a senior... And I I really like seeing where money flows and where it goes. I
0: was gonna ask what what why econ.
1: One of my uh, high school teachers, Mr. Shum, rest in peace. He, uh, oh, he inspired me. Yeah, he he died my my senior year of oh. high school. So it was a it was a tragic. Yeah, that's rough. It was a tragic year, but he inspired me to venture off into searching up where money comes from and where it goes and just following it and i really enjoy just seeing what we can accomplish as a society so what do you want to do with that i would like to go into financial planning okay or statistics and data analysis i really love watching people I am a people watcher. <laughs> that doesn't sound creepy <laughs> at all. That's why he joined the stalkers. Yeah. <laughs> but like, on I campus. mean, I, I
0: agree. I something that's really enjoyable to do is just stand in one spot and watch people go by. The best place to people watch is the airport. That is true, man. You, you get the best and worst of people. Exactly,
1: the and you don't know where they're going. You don't know where they're from. Yeah. You just make little stories about what they're doing. It's really fascinating, and I love traveling.
0: So ideally, would you be like helping individuals with their finances, or would you like work with a company that helps other companies get their
1: stuff on track? Like, what ideally, what are you entering into? I would love to start small, for, for like a business, mm-hmm. and then go into individuals, and then help them plan and manage their finances. Got it. And I'm still learning how to yeah. manage my uh, money situation. But I think I'm doing well.
0: <laughs> We've all hope to be so lucky in yeah. managing our <laughs> finances as well. Um, all right.
1: Why Long Beach? I applied to ten Cal States. Mm-hmm. I got into eight of them. Eight. Hey, well, yeah. yeah. That's a lot to choose from. Yes. And that was great because my senior year of high school, I didn't get into any colleges. So, so I had to oh, go to a community college. Got it. And Another I worked, survivor. Let's get it. Yeah, I worked so hard in community. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make it this time. And I had all of these options, which I'd never had before. So I kind of like picked one out of a hat. I'm like, all right, I'm going to Cal State Long Beach. Did you literally have eight colleges? Yeah. just Randomly. Yeah, I mean, I applied only. to most of the Cal States. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I have options now. Let's see, let's see what'll fit. And I really enjoyed the campus. And I'm like, all right, sweet, I'm going to be a, uh, a 49er, now a shark. <laughs> no, a shark. <laughs> and uh. I'm glad I'm in Long Beach. I've accomplished so much. If you would have interviewed me a year and a half ago and told me all of the things I've done, I would have never believed it. I mean,
0: so outside of Frisbee,
1: what else has? Just so, so much life experience. I've met so many cool people, so many friends. Yeah. And uh, every day I'm learning something new. So is
0: that, like, not your M.O. in high school and stuff? Like no, though?
1: I was strictly just school, work, school, work, sleep. And then when I got to Long Beach, I, I I needed to get out of my shell, and I'm becoming more social. So that was
0: an intentional decision to, like, I'm going to be a different me
1: moving forward. Yeah, yeah, and my parents, they were like, go to college, go experience stuff, because they, they went to college and they... Yeah had their fun. So it's like now it's my turn and to learn from that. So what do your parents do? My mom works for a uh a science and medical facility. I believe she's in sales, but it's in uh, the company is called BioRad. It's a very uh very unique company in medical devices. And my dad works at a out a water plant. I'm not sure what exactly he does, but he does some like engineering and some uh he really? just manages that yeah area got it yeah and my sister is a photographer which is insane she's like
0: professionally like she's weddings in there. and there. yeah
1: like. yeah she she called me up a few days ago and she's like oh I have a client that's I'm like, what? that's impressive yeah. at only eighteen to like
0: already be established in that way
1: she is cooler than I will ever be. <laughs> She is insane good for her yeah, and she's there had she's had a crazy past but she's pulling through that's that is terrific yeah so I'm, I'm happy for my family and I wish the best for them yeah
0: we all would alright Ghost same questions
2: okay well I was born and raised in Long Beach, California hey. never left love, <laughs> loved it let's go LBC baby yes um Literally all my schools were a couple blocks away from my house. For any of those that know Long Beach. Seventh and Orange, that was <laughs> I've lived there my whole life, haven't moved. When literally my elementary was like four blocks down, my middle school was across the street. Which which ones did you go to? I went to Lincoln Elementary, okay. Franklin Middle School, nice. and then I went to Polly High School. Jackrabbits? Jackrabbits, yes. <laughs> literally all in my neighborhood. Never left, never want to leave. And now, after that, I transferred to Long Beach City College, or uh, Long Beach Community College. City. Same, same thing. It's, yeah. And then, now, I'm lucky enough to be in Long Beach State College. Um and
0: what are you studying?
2: I am a liberal studies major. I am, I guess I'm, I'm a transfer, so I'm like a third year.
0: Yeah. And what does liberal studies mean?
2: Okay. Liberal studies. I don't like, know
0: what where. are the liberal arts because like, oh, I'm studying liberal arts. Like, oh,
2: okay. What? Okay. I, don't I don't know. I don't know, know what liberal arts is, but liberal studies. How I think of it, I don't know the real definition, but it's. I think it's just the basics of everything. Because what I want to do with it. <laughs> That's very. It, it, it really is though. I'm taking <laughs> the like. Basics of everything. I'm taking, like it even make sense? I'm taking like art, music. I I'm like a dance class. I'm like, I'm never gonna use it, but I want to be a teacher. <laughs> I want right. to be a preschool teacher Got it. and I've taken like intro classes to I think every sport they offer at Long Beach City cuz that's what you need apparently and then I take like intro to intro to math intro to english intro to everything just so I could have I guess you just need the basics of everything
0: I, I understand that. what you mean now
2: You understand what I mean I I, t- I need follow i So yeah and I'm just I love it I want to be a my goal is to be a first or second grade teacher
0: how did that desire start because that's a rough my mom's been a kindergarten and now tk teacher for a very long time and i am i'm taking early childhood development classes right now so that i can help at the preschool at my church and that the, the closer i get to that the more daunting that seems because like these are little kids that I could easily break. Of course. the <laughs> <And maybe> humans.
2: <laughs> <and>
0: <laughs> like I'm responsible for a very critical time in their development, and I don't want to screw this up.
2: Of course. Everybody always asks me first two questions. They're like, do you have patience? Yeah. Because you need so much patience when you're dealing with these little kids. And the next one is, do you enjoy being broke? Because, of <laughs> course, everybody knows teachers are the most oh underpaid. God, nothing. They get paid nothing, and they do so much. Yeah for our next generation and i always tell them like i love kids i love kids all my life and i'm a pause to why i love kids but the next one is do i enjoy being broke is that's why i want to become a teacher because i'm not really in it for the money yeah, i don't think I'm anyone
0: enjoys it. being broke but there's a level of appreciation for yes, money that comes when you don't have of it of course and
2: that's good- but i just love kids so much when i teach them and then they just look at me like I know everything. And I'm like, wow, like I just helped – I just changed this kid's life. And that – like I appreciate that so much. That's why I wanted to become a teacher. And I've just – I've, all the time I've been working with kids, I love it so much. They're super nice to me. Of course, I hear those like awful stories of kids like beating each other up in classrooms. I'm like, I wouldn't know how to deal with that. I'm so scared <laughs> of that. Like, But every time I've worked with them, they're super nice. And I wanted – tackle on first and second grade I wanted to be able to mold them before sadly to say there is bad teachers out there before bad teachers mold them incorrectly so hopefully I have some perspective to offer to them
0: I love that so what is what is you talked about pausing about talking about why you love kids so much where did
2: yeah, of course. Well, you've worked,
0: you said you worked with kids a lot. So yeah, so for that?
2: growing up, I was not the best student in class. Like, I would, I was, I guess, known as the class clown. I would always mess around. I wouldn't pay attention. And I feel like that is why I grew to, like, love kids because I always, I feel like I, I know those kids so much yeah. that I can help them that I'm like, wow, like, you were me and I could, I feel like I, I know what's your problem because I had the exact same problem. I can help you change i can help you become what you i guess what i would want to be and hopefully what you would want to be as well
0: that's yeah that's great so what what context have you worked with kids so far then have you done like daycare programs have you done no, anything like yeah, that? yeah of course
2: I've, I've assisted teachers uh okay. i've assisted teachers in multiple classrooms different grade levels i've also worked in after school programs I just love uh, I've worked also in a couple boys and girls clubs I've loved all those scenarios they're all of course different like the boys and girls is more of like after school playtime, and you know the actual assistant teacher is more like heavy lecture and stuff like that but it it is a lot it's it's challenging especially because most people don't see the work that teachers have to put in outside of the classroom to come in with a lecture ready but I enjoy doing all of that.
0: That is awesome. It is a very difficult journey to be on to the desire to want to be around kids and help them and it does require a lot of patience. I don't know that I would have the patience for (laughs) a lot of day in day out elementary stuff but that's pretty dope. And you've mentioned that you're married. Correct. And that you were born in 1998. So you are married at 21 years old.
2: I'm 20. I will be 21 in oh eight days, seven days. Hey. Oh, wow. November 15th.
0: So that is a very young age to be married. <laughs> Correct. Fill us in. <laughs> oh. uh, that might be a little broad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how, of course. like, so. You, you can go into who she is and stuff. Yeah, of but course. Like, coming to the decision to, to so do that, So I right.
2: met my wife at Poly. We had a senior year, we had a class together. And, of course, uh, she thought I was the most annoying kid in class. <laughs> but I guess I was persistent enough where she finally decided, hey, I'll give this kid a try. And we went on a date. Like she's playing with, like, a toy.
0: Like, oh, that looks interesting. Let me try uh, it out for a little bit. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure she still thinks I'm annoying. But three and a half years later, I was still super in love with her, still super happy to be with her. And we just was just like, hey... I love you. You love me. Let's get married. And it was kind of like a how people say it, it was a instant, instant thing. It wasn't really like we planned it. Like oh, a couple years from now. It was kind of like let's do it in a couple months from now. It's like okay. And it was just like I think I proposed to her like after we talked about it, like a month later. I proposed and like two months after that we got married.
0: Oh, wow. Um, so how long ago was that? How long have you been
2: married? I've been married for three months now dude
0: that's awesome yes
2: so how i have a lot of questions (laughs) if
0: you guys have questions feel free this (laughs) doesn't have to be me doing everything this is a conversation so
3: i mean i'm just i'm just as i i'm just as surprised as you are
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so do you guys have you go ahead okay so there have to be people in your life who are like this isn't a good idea like did that happen at all were there people like you guys are way too young this is going too fast. I mean, you were together for you've been together for a couple of years, so it may not have been correct that idea. Maybe not so fast. But in terms of like, okay, we're thinking about marriage. Okay, we're engaged. Okay, we're married. That's a very short amount of time. Like short engagements like that happen with people who are like my age, because it's like okay, we're at a certain age now. We we know what we're getting at, and let's make this happen. But at your age, that seems really short. So was there were there people who were against it you? did you have how did what did that even look like
2: well i mean i don't know if i had anybody against it but of course my family had like questions as soon as i told them they're like oh like are you sure this is what you want to do like why so soon and as soon as i just like explained to them that like we're in love and we want to like see where this takes us and just move it farther along in our in our relationship they all got on board (laughs) like surprisingly like my parents they this. got on board they helped set everything up uh my brother's super happy for me it's they it's still weird because uh to this day it's only been three months yeah. but like he told one of his friends like oh i have to go pick up my sister-in-law and his friend who was at my wedding he's like who got married because it, it just seems it's like it was so different, fast different. and i'm like but it's like it was a little awkward to say like yeah like i got married at 20 and then already it's like i have questions but we're just we're super happy to be together and people ask me like why'd you get married so soon it's how i feel about her it's not yeah. like i'm over the moon when i'm with her i'm happy when i'm with her don't get me wrong but it's how i feel when i'm away from her it's like i feel like i'm missing something when i'm wait- like on this trip i'm already like wow like i wish she was here supporting me yeah. i wish we were like you know we like to motivate each other and it's it's nice like we both up at 3 in the morning doing homework.
0: Dang, Gustav's Gust out here as a romantic. So <laughs> I, I <love> yeah.
2: It. <laughs> we're doing homework together. Like, oh. And then we have to wake up at 6. We're like, oh, we'll have four hours of sleep. And then we would take, like, naps in between. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do homework for 30 minutes. You take a nap. And then we would just switch off like that. So we going to be completely dead for the next day. Yeah. And I just think it's like the married life is super amazing. I'm That's, loving it. So,
0: so what does she do? Like, what is she studying? What is her...
2: She wants to be a a therapist. She wants to be a therapist for kids primarily. Yeah. Primarily, her goal would be to work in a court for uh, when parents get divorced and, like, kids need uh, someone to talk to in between that whole procedure. Or um, when the court's deciding what should happen to the kid and, you know, they go to mandated therapy, that's where she wants to work at. That's her ideal goal to work at. So we both love kids.
0: That's a really good team-up situation because what you're going to encounter in a classroom and how you interact with young kids and young parents and, like, what she sees and, like, how problems come and how things can get resolved and stuff, like, that is really – that's a really good – Situation for you to like bounce work off of each other. Like that's—it's really hard for some couples to relate because they do things that are completely different and have no connection whatsoever. But you two can literally bring your perspectives, your separate perspectives together all the time and yeah. have it be like fresh and new and involved in each
2: other. Of course, yeah. And it's like—I mean, she's still going to school. She graduated. This is she's taking one more class before she starts her uh, her M.A. Yeah. And she's telling me she's like, oh yeah, like I learned this in class. I'm like, oh, I also learned this in class, and it's completely different majors, but it's because it's the same thing. It's yeah. where we just keep bouncing things off of each other. It's like, oh, I already did a paper on it. Like, oh, I'm doing a paper on it right now, or vice versa. It's just they're so connected, but they're different majors.
0: Yeah. And, mm-hmm. That is that is a pretty cool setup. Thank you.
1: What do you guys do together? Like, what's the what's the number one thing you both enjoy?
2: Um. Sleep, sleep, yeah, <laughs> awesome. We're
1: both taking on about
2: 16 units, oh, so man. it's just like school and sleep all the time. Like, we got married, and then like school started like a month after that, yeah. So, we didn't really have time to like, oh, let's go travel, let's do this. It was more like, let's get ready for school and let's focus in. Like, we're really school based, and again, that's one of the problems that our both our families had. They're like, okay, if you guys are gonna do this the primary thing is school you know you guys have to finish that off like we don't want you guys to get lazy like just finish off because you guys think you're married you get jobs so like um school is number one thing and that's what we still focus on she still wants to keep going on she wants to get her ma and finally get her phd and i'm i'm trying to get my ba right at the moment and then hopefully work on my ma as well my master's so we don't really do much we We like watching movies a lot, but we do not watch old movies. Sorry, (laughs) Ballmer. We watch whatever comes out at the moment. It's like most of the new movies, I'm pretty caught up with them. Old movies, like, I... You have a lot of work to do. I didn't have a
0: lot of work to do back in the day, so I had time to make stuff happen, but that's great.
3: Wow. All right, Pluto. Your turn. (laughs) All right. So here I go. Um... I was actually not, uh, born in, like, anywhere in America. I was actually from the Philippines. Wow. All right. Um, I spent, like, I spent, like, about three years there until I moved to Guam, and that's, like, that was, like, roughly a year. So, I didn't come to, um, America, California, um, at, until, I, like, I was about four, kay. five. Um, so... Um, after that, I was pretty much uh, I pretty much grew up in uh, the Palm Springs area. What?
0: Can interrupt you already. What dictated those moves?
3: Um, I don't know the complete details. That's like more for um my parents, but yeah, it was. Um, if I had to guess, it was just most most likely opportunity. Okay. Just because um, you know they wanted to, like, I don't know. They just I I guess they just thought of uh, it would be, there'd be more opportunities coming to America. Yeah. So they just um, they just uh, plan they just plan moving they just planned on moving here and um, just try to find a you know just try to find a better life.
0: There there are so many pumpkins on our left. Yeah. Holy Moses. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I think they mistimed their Halloween situation. Although I guess it's the holidays and pumpkin pie and stuff. All right, sorry, continue. I just couldn't. Yeah. Palm Springs.
3: Um, yeah, so I pretty much um, just grew up in the in the Palm Springs area, specifically Palm Desert, but that's like you know that's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, I was um like generally speaking, I was just pretty introverted growing up. Like I never um like there are, like a few friends, but most of them most of the time like I would always spend time with them in school. Otherwise, I was just like just be at home like either doing homework or just playing video games uh-huh. all the time. Um, that pretty much carried on until the majority, for the majority of my, of my time. Um, until like, you know, um, somewhere in middle school where I would just, sometimes I would get involved in some clubs and, um, you know, just do some community service and, and everything just to, Like, you know.
0: what's a club that you joined in middle school?
3: Um, I can't remember, I can't remember in particular what clubs I was in. Okay,
0: you just know you're involved in stuff.
3: Yeah, I was definitely, yeah, I was definitely involved at okay. least. Um there, like, I was, um... Yeah, actually, yeah, that's pretty much all there is in middle school. Um, high school was pretty much the same thing. Um, just clubs, uh... Just clubs, school, um, hang out with friends if, um... They were available, because pretty much everyone was pretty much busy at that time. Um, yeah, um, it was... T- that, was that was pretty much my entire childhood. I, I was pretty introverted, so I don't, um... There wasn't too much, um... Going on in terms of like going outside, mm-hmm. so that that was it for that. Um, going into uh, going into uh, Long Beach, um, it was definitely a, um, like a wake-up call in terms of like trying to be social. Um, there was I definitely I obviously knew well, no, like how big was your high school? Um, like it was it was like decent size. Like all I know I know it's still gr- I know it's still growing, but there's like roughly at least a thousand people total um more or less yeah
0: okay that's, like, a,
3: that's a small yeah. high school
0: long beach graduating classes are usually around 800
3: yeah <laughs> I, I, don't <laughs> know. Sounds about right. I don't know i wouldn't i don't i don't really pay attention to that to that to those well yeah I was just of kind of in terms of like
0: coming to a campus that all of a sudden has 30,000 people on it like close
1: to 40,000 yeah. yeah yeah so but
3: yeah i mean um yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah, and t- so yeah, in back at Long Beach, um, I definitely uh, had a little like st- I I, I kind of struggled a little bit with social um, social interaction just because like I didn't I didn't know anyone here. Mm-hmm. I was pretty much just walking around um, walking around like like mindlessly. Um, it wasn't until like meeting the Ultimate Frisbee team that like you know I finally got um, you know involved in a lot. In a lot like uh, closer relationships. Yeah. You, th- you found your place. Yeah. More, more or less though. I, obviously, like I don't um, like interact with them so much because they're always like talking about like um, stuff like football and everything. Stuff, and those are things that I'm not into myself. Like I'm mostly into um, just uh, video games and cartoons at that time. So I can't say I'm too social, but I definitely can hold a bit of a conversation with them. Doing a good job right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. So why Long Beach? Um. So, well, some of you guys are, you guys are definitely familiar with this term, but I had a very um bad case of senioritis. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So, um, so during, especially during like college applications, um, I didn't have any clue, or um. Where where I wanted to go, I didn't really have anything in particular, especially because you know I didn't grow up like I didn't you know bo- I wasn't born um I wasn't born anywhere in America, so I, there's no there was like um, no particular college that I that I had um like I was a fan of, mm-hmm. so I was pretty much just signing up like randomly like I remember uh, signing up for a university in Colorado in Arizona. I didn't really think about um California uh, like you know going to school in California just because the entire time in my mind I was just like I just want to get out of here. It's so it's it's so, it's so boring at home. <laughs> um uh it wasn't until like my mom she because she knew she had a friend who had a daughter who goes to Long Beach and she was just like like you got to sign you got to go you got to go to Long Beach like it's um like she ne- she would never stop talking about it. So um, so, I decided to, s- to sign up because, like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Just, please, stop talking. Just stop, talk- <laughs> <laughs> Just stop telling me to go to Long Beach. I will apply to Long Beach if you shut up. <laughs> 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 Basically, um, yeah, um, but, yeah, so, yeah, that's how I applied to Long Beach. As for, um, my scores and everything, I would, I wouldn't say they're impressive, they're impressive, um, SATS were pretty bad. <laughs> I mean,
0: to be honest, they don't need to be impressive to get into Long Beach. <sighs> oh yeah, but they had. They, but they I mean, had, maybe more so lately. But yeah, um,
3: yeah, my SAT scores weren't good. ACT scores were like were pretty much like the only reason where I where I was actually able to even get in. Um, but I mean, looking back at it now it was like, it's like wow, I I definitely did not try at all. But. I do feel lucky to even to even like you know be able to attend Long Beach especially like especially like now like obviously if you asked me like before I wouldn't have cared <laughs> or let alone like even understand like like you know how and why I would get to this point um, I definitely uh, in terms of majors I would like I didn't know anything um, like what I wanted to do in life I just knew that I just wanted to do something in science just because, um, like, whenever there's um, whenever there's a science class in school, like, I would always, like, be more, um, like, it was something I would be, like, good at compared to all the other subjects.
0: Just because it was something
3: you had a passion about and you liked? Yeah, um, especially, like, I definitely um, like science in general. How did that
0: start? Like, what was something early on that you remember? Like, okay, this is why science is
3: cool. Um, I don't think there was anything specific in like, any anything in particular in um like about me liking science, but I do remember in fourth grade, um, like my my main teacher, he um, he definitely had a scientific side, and we would always like do some activities that involve science. Mm-hmm so i don't know maybe that maybe that was like maybe that was like a factor but but in general i had um like i just found science easy to absorb and learn about
0: is there any particular part of science like whether it's bio or chem or physics or something else like is there a specific emphasis
3: um mostly like it mostly stuff in biology Like, I've I've definitely, um, just learning about, like, human anatomy and just anything involving, like, life science, like, those always seem to be, like, very interesting to me, and it's always, like, something that I can, like, quickly pick up, and, like, you know, that's pretty much all the other, that's pretty much my own reason. So what is your major right now? Um, I'm, right now, I'm a biochemistry Biochemistry. major, so I definitely take, um, classes that involve like a combination of the t- of bio- biology and chem, so but mostly what? chem though.
0: Okay. So what I mean, do you have some, do you have a plan or do you have a vision of what to do with uh, that? Is
3: there? Um, I do I do now. Before I was like I didn't I didn't um I didn't know what to do. Like before I was like uh, I remember when I was younger I was always telling myself you know I want to be a scientist. But then, like, people would always ask me, like, what are you, like, what science, like, what scientists in particular in that part, at that part, like, I would just freeze up. Um, just because I didn't know anything about um, any of that, any um, of the fields in general. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, um, it's been like, it was like that for, like, the past three years I was in college. I just didn't have any clue what to do. I was mostly, I was just, like, mostly going through the motions. Until like just recently, um, I've just when I when I kept thinking about it, like you know maybe I could just like try nursing. So I figured I figured that's a
0: that's a path worth t-
3: worth taking.
0: So that is what you're planning on doing now?
3: Yeah, okay. um, I think I'm thinking like right after I gr- I graduate, I'm just gonna try to like build up some experience, just because um, like this entire time I'm just like doing either frisbee or just schoolwork. So there wasn't there wasn't a lot of time for me to you know uh, build up that experience I needed to like um, go forward for that plan yet. What kind of experience can
0: you get? Like, I, what does that even look like before um, entering nursing school or before like what?
3: what it's just be- mostly like either um, either lab work or just um, volunteering in like in in nursing homes. It just you just need that, um, it's just, like, usually just taking care of, like, other people, like, okay. and just taking place in, uh, in the nursing homes and everything. Right.
0: We kind of sk- skipped over the details earlier. What, what do your parents do? Do you have siblings?
3: Um, my parent, my, um, for parents, like, my mom, she's a, she's a nursing assistant right now okay. in one of the local nursing homes. Um, I guess th- I guess in some ways that's like one of the main reasons why I, I'm taking the path I'm taking right now.
0: I was gonna ask how much discussion have you had with her about that.
3: Um, it's like it was like, there wasn't quite much of the discussion. I just um, I was just I guess it was just mostly influence. Like I always see, I would always see her like um coming home from work or sometimes I would go with her, um when she's working, and um. Like I don't know, like I wouldn't say I, I was completely interested, but it definitely looked like something like I could see myself doing. Yeah. Um my dad, like right now he is currently uh, uh working at a uh like at the I think it was like the local recreation center. Okay. Just teaching just teaching uh, little kids how to play golf and everything.
1: How oh, nice.
0: um specifically because he's a golfer or that's just what is necessary at the moment it's
3: just it's just like what he what he likes right now okay um, as for my sisters they're pretty much they're all in high school so once a senior she's about to she's about to graduate but um so
0: you're the oldest of how many uh oldest of three okay so two younger nice what is, so she's about to graduate do you know where she wants to go what she wants
3: to do? um no not yet i think sh- um right now she should be like during the time where she's like applying for colleges right now so but as for like colleges that she's like in really focused on like i wouldn't know anything about
0: that No. Yeah. so how often so you two are from i mean that's not as far but how often do you two get home
1: I haven't been home since I left in August. Oh, this August. Yeah. No no no. I've been <laughs> You've home You've been home in a year plus? No. My parents like they miss me all the time. Yeah. And I miss them. I'm actually gonna going to go visit them for Thanksgiving break. Got it. I am really excited because my house is very quiet and where I live now is just so no, loud. <laughs> like I have the stereotypical loud neighbors. They're up at three AM hey. yelling blasting music they have kids that run around it's just it's very hectic and it's not what I'm used to so i'm I'm glad I get I have a place where I can just relax <laughs> and enjoy my time yeah so I'm looking forward to that
0: and you're gonna be back for the whole week Pluto uh,
3: yep that, that's uh that's the plan um like I I know um for Thanksgiving break the dorms are like going to be open at the time, but, you know, I, it wouldn't kill me to just go back home for just for a few days.
0: So do you guys have any Thanksgiving, like, traditions or anything that your family does?
3: Uh, oh, uh, not, not in particular, um, just usually just go home, just get together with some family members and, um, you know, just, just eat.
2: For me, it's usually what are we going to do for Christmas? We get together, we eat, and then it's like, eh, okay, Thanksgiving's passing by. So now what's the big goal for Christmas and New Year? That's what like everybody's concerned about. We just eat but we don't like my aunt usually prays and then we're like, Alright, now we eat and then it's just like, Okay, big time. What are we gonna do for Christmas? What are we gonna do for New Year's? <laughs> yeah. Are we doing a secret ten, are we doing a white elephant? No, like who's getting presents or and then that's the biggest talk of Thanksgiving. We yeah. don't really like pay too much mind of Thanksgiving itself.
1: For me, my family just comes to my place, we cook a meal, and we enjoy the time we have together. The past few years though, one of my community college friends, Luke, he invites me to play football with his group, with his church group, okay. and we just, we go out there around like 8am, we play like two hours of fo- football, just for Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. And do you do it on Thanksgiving Day?
1: We do it on Thanksgiving Day. Nice. yeah. Real turkey bowl. Yes, turkey bowl. That's, that's what it's called. That's i've been to three of them so they've been amazing it's
0: it's a ton of fun
1: it's always competitive too yeah but i get to meet a bunch of people so it's very nice that's cool
0: yeah thanksgiving is my favorite day of the year (laughs) why is that oh i food food (laughs) is great i love it's like the only time of year that i eat turkey and i'm a dark meat kind of person yeah and I love gravy, and I love mashed potatoes, and I love stuffing, so I'm just all about all of those things. And yeah. what... So I have an atypical Thanksgiving, because I don't spend it with my family. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's not bad for... I mean, it's not bad for me. I have a great day. Okay. But, um, so, Nick, retro sour... Um, One of our alums, one of our really good friends, I mentioned him earlier, he lives in Westminster. And since, I want to say, my second year playing Ultimate, maybe it was my first year. um, So this is 2007, 2008. He would open up his home to people who were not from here, who weren't necessarily going back for Thanksgiving to home. And he'd say, hey, if anybody needs a place to just do Thanksgiving, you can come over. And so... I mean, I had a place to go, but I was like, I'll go hang out with my friends. So for 10 years, every Thanksgiving, we would do Thanksgiving at Nick's house. And it would just be, it'd be like waffle, huge waffle breakfast while watching the Lions game. And then watch the Cowboys game and around halftime, huge dinner. And then finish the Cowboys game and then kind of food coma for a little bit. And then play some games here and there, whether (laughs) it was video games or like go out and play like Can Jam or something. Um, And then come back and have second dinner. Oh. And that was my favorite part. I love first dinner, but second dinner is the best part because it's like I get to do all this again. (laughs) It's great. Um, And then, yeah, drive. So if
2: there's a second dinner, is there a second food coma? Yeah. Yes.
0: (laughs) There indeed is. But usually that waits till I get home. And generally I get home pretty safely. But That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just, oh, somebody is out of a car. We need to change lanes. Oh well, this no. is the second time a car has been just stopped in the middle. A little bumper to bumper action. Oh, no. Unfortunate.
1: I hope everyone's okay.
0: Yeah, they seem fine. Two drivers standing talking, not a lot of oh. words. Bless, Bless you. Um, uh, and there's right.
1: another gentleman on the road. Yes. Um. I don't know what he's doing. Well,
0: he... Wow. So a car in front of us has now stopped, and he had run to the side and then gotten back in his car, and we seemed to be moving again. This is quite an adventurous hundred yards of... Oh, maybe that trash can was on the road, and he moved it. Oh. Like Riddle me why a trash can is <laughs> in the middle of the freeway. Anyway. So yeah. So Thanksgiving, and is just watching football. I love watching football on Thanksgiving, and now there's three games. So you get the Lions, the Cowboys, and the night game. And the night game is usually a pretty good matchup too. Because my family, just on both sides, my mom and my stepdad, like nobody really cares about football. Yeah. Which is like, come on. <laughs> For me, it's I'm like, uh, I want to eat and I want to watch football. And and there was a stretch of time when I was teaching at um, the private school that I was teaching at. There was a group of families who all decided to have – a turkey bowl and a Kris Kringle bowl. So we would play football on Thanksgiving morning and on a morning around Christmas. And after the Christmas one, we would all go to a movie too. So there was a stretch of time where it was like the Three Hobbit movies. We went and saw them when they were coming out. So that was a lot of fun. We don't do those anymore because the kids are all grown up and out doing stuff. But yeah, we have our turkey bowl that our church does now on Black Friday morning. So we play that um but I love Thanksgiving and Christmas just feels too hectic and there's like the pressure of presents and all that stuff. Yeah. And like Thanksgiving is none of that. Thanksgiving is just enjoying food and being together and and it's great. So, and and I appointed Thanksgiving as the last day of my off season and come the next day is when I start to get ready for for the next season. Okay. And trying out for aviators and stuff. But Yeah, I love Thanksgiving. It's the best.
1: And I take it you're not a Black Friday person?
0: No. No? I did that once when I was in high school. My friend and I stayed out at the Best Buy at the Lakewood Mall. And we camped out all night. And we get in there at whatever time in the morning. And I ended up buying a TV. Um, And so, I mean, it was good. Yeah. But I just felt... Miserable. I would staying up all night in that situation. It was
1: cold. Oh no.
0: We were like it was just the worst. By the time I got home I was just dead. It was I'm never doing this again. And so I have never I've never shopped. I do Cyber Monday. <laughs> I'm all about Cyber Monday. Sitting at home with some hot cocoa and just being online by scrolling stuff. through. Yeah. yeah that,
2: okay. That, that but I'm, it kinda changed now because before it was more okay. like you actually had to spend you have to stay at the store, you know, overnight and yeah. they would open the door at like eight A. M. or nine A. M., whatever time they opened. But now it's different. Now most stores open at midnight. Like See, I know yeah. I know my uh, cousin he worked at Walmart and their Black Friday sales started at eleven. Eleven on Thursday. On Thanksgiving. So, on Thanksgiving yeah. Day. That's rough. I have so heard that by three and three AM all the stuff was gone already. So like if you didn't go if you didn't ruin your thanksgiving to go shopping you weren't going to get anything good there and i i think that's most stores now where they open the thursday or like literally midnight they don't really have the good deals anymore in the afternoon like they used to before
0: so i just it's not that important to me yeah that's that's
2: good that's (laughs) that's That's good though i mean you don't want to fight 10 people for 10 dollars off a tv no it's insane like the fact that people get in actual fights it's like,
0: or just you know, save your money and enjoy your time together as exactly. a family. Exactly. Like, uh, capitalism has some issues. I'm sure you could talk about that for hours. Yeah, I
1: could. <laughs> yeah, I love talking about Black Friday. It's just such a, an interesting experiment, social experiment. Yeah.
0: For right. sure. It's, it's, crazy. So, yep, I'm very much looking forward to Thanksgiving, and just the whole. I'm not a fan of the holidays. Holiday season for what? A lot of it is in terms of marketing and all that stuff i we can we can pull the car when do you start listening to christmas music
2: the day after thanksgiving
1: i second that uh
3: yeah i i mean i think that's like pretty much like most uh,
0: i was ready for pluto be like i don't listen to christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> i mean like
3: i mean I, I usually don't, but sometimes um it's usually when from other people like they would always play it out out like outside, like so
0: yeah, we literally November first,
1: November first
0: are the family I live with, the Chuck, the husband of the family Christmas music on November first. Wow, and I just have to bite my tongue. You don't like Christmas and, music? No, I love Christmas music, okay. But the reason... Okay, guy, I'm exiting there, too. I bet you're not going to let oh, me over. Oh, no. There we go. Thanks.
2: I mean, I like that Christmas music, Sorry.
0: too. I had to focus on changing <laughs> lanes, and thus my talking just... Oh, I was going to fill in the awkward yeah, part. Yeah, right. no, I'm glad. <laughs> Continue.
2: Oh. So, Christmas music... I love Christmas music, too. But if you like Thanksgiving so much, how are you just going to basically skip over given and start transitioning into Oh yeah, Christmas. so that's what
0: I'm saying, is he he does that, I hate it, I start I don't listen to, so even the day after Thanksgiving, I'm like, okay, that makes sense, except sometimes it's early and sometimes it's on like the 24th and yep. that's an entire extra oh, that was a green light, I can go Whew. Um, that's an entire extra week, like I'm I get burnt out I and I don't want to... Like, I love Christmas music, and I don't want to be burnt out on it. I want to be able to wake up on Christmas Day and still love Christmas music. And if I listen to it for more than three weeks, then I can't have that feeling on Christmas Day. I get you. And I'll stop listening to Christmas music <laughs> December 26th. No more Christmas music. But I need, like, three weeks is my max. So I can't... And then I go all Christmas music. I have playlists and stuff oh, wow. where for 24 straight days, it's all Christmas music. <laughs> but... That's why. And I can't do it for more. So people that can do it now, like, alright, I'm if they have the ability to not get burnt down on it, more power to them. But that does not that does not work for me. So we're all in the same boat. I appreciate that. Yeah.
3: You know, of all the Christmas music I like I actually hate. It's that um it's that Mariah Carey cover of all I, <laughs> I want for Christmas. Because Every single time, my parents would – like, that would be the first song my parents would play. And at that point, it's – at this point, it's just, like, you know, I I really wish they would, like, play something new. <laughs>
0: but it's so good. I agree. Like, it's I mean, such a
3: good song. I mean, I would, I would think it's good if it was, like, played every other, like, you know, like, every other day or so. But, like, the fact that it's always getting, being overplayed. Yeah it's it just like at that at this point i'm just like, like i'm i'm starting to get sick of it
0: that's why that's why you got to invest in a good variety and be in charge of your own music and somehow pull that off but all right. the holidays are approaching and it's it's a fun time
3: yeah the holidays approached really fast
0: that see everyone says that all the time i feel like man <laughs> they they come at the appropriate times <laughs> Halloween came, Halloween is gone. We got a couple of weeks till Thanksgiving, and then I don't know. I guess it just depends how busy you are and how quickly your days feel like they go by.
2: I think as a student, they go by faster. Yeah. Cause it's like it's summer. It's like alright, school started, and then it's like a two weeks pass by. It feels like two weeks, and it's like oh, it's Halloween. And like a couple of days pass by. It's like oh, people are already talking about Thanksgiving. They're leaving for the break, and then like you come back from the break, and then it's just like finals time, and it's like all right, Christmas time and then it just starts all over again I feel like it just goes by so quick like there's just quick jolts of like time that pass
3: yeah i like I mean like even right now like I'm, I've heard about K-Fall for a while for a while now and like you know I still can't believe that it's already happening
0: that's how I feel about Disney Plus we had this conversation <laughs> on the podcast the other day but like it still felt like it was a month away and now it's in three
1: days the 12th
0: correct yeah <laughs> So yeah. it's like, oh, that happened very quickly.
1: I'm very curious to see what Disney does in the future. Yeah, I'm keeping a close watch on their stock right now. And uh, that makes sense. I'm I'm very, very intrigued about what the company will do. Because I think they will be a huge competitor to Netflix, Hulu, oh, yeah. and all of the other streaming services. 100%. But as a, as a business point of view, I am very. Excited about that. Well, how much does
2: Disney really own on Netflix? When have they actually remove all their things from Netflix, Netflix, what is Netflix going to be showing? Exactly, they're yeah. going to have to
1: make their own shows, and they've yeah. been doing that quite well with Stranger Things and Orange Is the New Black, all very unique and uh, socially appropriate. I agree. I love their
2: their Content. Netflix original movies. Those are hands down some of the best movies I've watched recently. And it's weird for like a streaming service to be providing such great movies. I still think they're amazing.
0: I mean, yeah, as the budget increases, all of that stuff makes sense that they are able to put more production cost in and and have just better overall products. All right, well we have we've reached the end of our journey. We can see frisbee players and discs being thrown around a field and I'm we're our parking structure so
1: this takes me back <laughs> a whole year ago yes or a whole. Yeah.
0: so well thank you gentlemen for I like threw this on them last night it's like hey come record an episode of me they're like okay well, thank you for having us yeah thanks for being involved it's fantastic got some that's some really good content and I'm very happy do you think that's an entrance nope we gotta go around um, so yeah Hopefully all of you enjoyed this. Hopefully there weren't too many crazy noises going on. I was not wearing headphones, so it's hard to tell whether we were loud enough. I think we are. Our levels seem fine.
2: I feel like for a point when I was talking, my voice was like just all over the place because we were going through a bumpy patch. So we'll see how that sounds later. <laughs> yeah, I hope it wasn't too quiet right there. I think we're
0: good. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm driving. All right, well, there we go. I'm Jacob Bomber. I'm Rush. I'm Ghost. Pluto. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later.